And welcome back, everyone. It is episode 161 of Thirst and Goal. I'm Frane. Across the table for me is Ben zipping up his jacket. And we're a show about NFL football fun, friends, whiskey, and beer review. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search us in any podcatcher. Ben, it is cold outside. Finally! We, we finally, finally have yeah, a in, nice... In, Cold evening in March. This is not normal. It's not normal. This is not. This is not. Well, actually, the eighty-degree weather that we'll be having next week will also not be normal. Uh, But you know, this is definitely our first cold podcast of the season. It just took a while to get here, and probably the last cold podcast until next winter. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be in uh, probably in the low forties as we get through this podcast. People on the East Coast are like, they're like, whatever. But for Southern California, we are a podcast, and we record this outside. Each and every week where football should be played and podcasts should be recorded in the 40-degree temperature range. I'd rather not be. People in Minnesota are like, suck it up. I'd rather be 50 or 60 degrees outside right now or in the summertime where it's like 70 degrees. That's kind of nice. And no jacket. Yeah, I know. No layering involved. Yeah, I know. I got How many layers do you have tonight, Ben? Uh, One, two, three, four. Yeah, I probably have like five or six. Five right or now. six? Yeah, I probably have five oh, or then six. You should be, you should be oh, I'm warm cozy. right now. I am right now, actually. I mean, last week I was kind of cold. I mean, last week I wasn't as cold, but I wasn't as prepared, but this week I was prepared. Oh, God. And you told me, you sent me a, a message. You're like, hey, layer up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> layer up. We're going to Rich Stadium We're going to watch in. the Bills play <laughs> this weekend. Well, those guys go shirtless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Some of those guys. Th- yeah. They're they, crazy. They, they shouldn't, but I mean, they they're do. loaded with alcohol, I'm sure. Yeah, and They probably exactly. can't really feel the cold. Until they're in the emergency room. Yeah, then they don't yeah. work on Mondays, apparently. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Friday, how was your week this week? Uh, it was it was a good week, Ben. I mean, it actually, uh, it, it, it flew by. I had an interesting schedule this week. I was in early a couple of days, in late a couple of days. Um, but, uh, you know, it was, it was, it actually flew by. What about you, Ben? Yeah, today, uh, tough week this week. It was a tough week this week. I had a couple of days off, you know, to care for a family member going through some uh, medical procedures. Uh, so tougher for them than for me, obviously. Uh, and then just sort of finished up with a little bit of a tough, uh, tough end of the week, uh, with work. But other than that, it was a, it was a good, it was a good week. Everything came out, uh, or worked out as, as, as well as we could have hoped. Uh, Friday, how are you, or what are you drinking over there? Uh, tonight, Ben, I am continuing still to drink. Nursing that? I, uh, seriously, I mean, I've had this thing on the table for weeks now. It's the, t- uh, Taconic Distillery Double Barrel Maple. Bourbon with a little bit of Coke and a little bit of club soda. It's solid. What about you, Ben? Yeah, I am continuing to drink the Tans, T-A-N-N, apostrophe S, gin. It is a beautiful, clean, crisp, mildly spiced gin from the country of Spain, that hotbed of gin production in Spain. Uh, it's actually a, a, a bottle that Franny picked up for me, uh, I want to say, I don't know, September or a- October of last year. <laughs> And I just recently started uh, drinking this one. I yeah. recommend it. It's it's clean. It's crisp. It goes well with tonic, with lime, with rosemary, with a little bit of mint in there even. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really nice, Way clean, solid gin. We had to get you a couple of extra bottles of, of you know, different uh, styles of gin because uh, <clears throat> you kept on drinking the same one over and over again. So we had to, you know. Mix it up. up. Pick up your gin game just yeah. a little bit. I got to get a bottle of that up here while <laughs> the weather is still cold. That's yeah. a heavily spiced, uh, you know, uh I can't remember. I don't want to misdescribe it, but it is a very, a very spiced 
gin uh, in the Asian style or the Oriental style, as they say on the bottle. I didn't say it. It says it on the bottle. Uh, Friday, what are we going to talk about tonight? Uh, ben, tonight on the big board, we have our NFL news as usual. We have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We also have Friday Ben's hot take. Did you Which, get? Do you have a hot I, take I, this week? I, I'm, I'm gonna look at. I'm, no, not yet. No. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll have one by then, or maybe you'll come up with something. Uh, we also have a feel-good story, Ben. Um, I always love those. I love the the intro and the outro music to that. That's basically what I'm looking forward to on that one. <laughs> and then we have our shot of the week. We've dubbed it the Root Canal. It's a very sweet shot. We know how much Ben loves his sweet shots. Yeah, I'm gonna and... dump some Cholula in there. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I wasn't sure what to put together this week, but, you know, we, uh, well, I was thinking of putting one thing together and we didn't have one of the ingredients. And so we kind of ended up with what we have on the table. We'll uh, explain that once we get to it. And we also have our beverage of the night, which was a birthday gift, uh, from one of my coworkers. Um, it is yellow rose distilling premium American whiskey. You know, I'm not sure how good it's going to be, Ben. Um, you know, my coworker, she doesn't know too much about whiskeys, but she knows I like whiskey. Uh, you know, so, you know, thank you, Emily, for the gift. We'll try it on the show. We'll see how it tastes. I'm sure it'll be good. We oh, like for our whiskeys. Sure. For sure. Most American whiskeys are solid. Yeah, I'm sure this will be good. And we also have our beer of the night, Ben. It's uh, from... Oma gang, uh, um, um, gang, Oma gang, <laughs> yeah, brewery. I yeah, I don't find know. the phonetics. I, I mean, I just, I just, you know, it was interesting to find a tart golden ale. So I cannot wait to try that. Uh, and the bottling. I mean, look at that. It's like an interesting. It looks like a, a 1970s sort of uh, sweater. Yeah, I mean, it's a really there. nice presentation. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting one. Really stands out on the shelf. And uh, then we have our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, Freddie. What's first about the big board? First up, Ben. Our NFL news. Can you believe it? Several weeks away from the Super Bowl. I'm not going to get knocked off a bus by Matt Stafford tonight. I am going to get into the NFL news. Another story I just heard about this evening. Uh, see, not gossiping. We're all about the hard news on this show. Oh, yeah. We're not about all about it. We're not about the gossiping about Antonio Brown <laughs> for two straight years. We're all about the hard news. Uh, but first up, the Steelers are lying and Wilson will be flying to Pittsburgh. The Steelers have repeatedly praised Mason Rudolph in public when asked about the team's quarterback situation. However, they've also made it clear that they intend to add competition for the starting job this offseason. Something will likely involve active in, uh, them being active in free agency. Three QBs the team is targeting are Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater, and Mitch. Don't call me Mitchell. Or Mitchell, really? don't call me Mitch. Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky. Really? Uh, it looks like there are some uh, some suitors for Mr. Trubisky. The Giants allegedly are looking at mm, I hope so. Mitchell Trubisky. I hope he goes to the Giants. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's not that much better than Daniel Jones, but whatever. Might be worse. Might be worse, actually, yeah. Uh, Winston, 28, is coming off his first year as the starter in New Orleans following an up-and-down five-year stint in Tampa and one season as Drew Brees' understudy. As for Bridgewater, Denver marked his third team in as many seasons. The former Viking starter also spent time in a backup as a backup in New Orleans but couldn't find much success as the number one with the Panthers or the Broncos. Lastly, Trubisky spent the 2021 campaign as Josh Allen's backup in Buffalo. Despite a Pro Bowl season in 2018, his second in the league, he will forever be tied to the fact that he was taken second overall in the 2017 draft ahead of the likes of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, although it might you know, maybe better off not taking Deshaun Watson and taking Mitchell Trubisky yeah. in that particular draft. But Franny, what say you about the Steelers? Allegedly this week, the I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud. 
the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. I mean, of the USFL, XFL? Is that <laughs> no, a, seriously. Is that an NFL team, the Commanders? Or is that a high school team out of Chatsworth or maybe in Mission Hills or something? I'm sure it is. I'm sure, I'm sure they're pro- there, there's a Commanders high school team somewhere nearby. Oh, my God. What a terrible name. Uh, but allegedly they made a multiple first-round pick offer to the Seattle Seahawks this week for Russell Wilson, and the team declined. Yeah. Russell Wilson declined. I'm sure he did. So, Franny, what say you about the Steelers' options at quarterback and going after Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? But yeah. I still think Russell Wilson is going to be in a Steelers uniform. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think uh, the best option right now or, or, or the most viable option or the most believable option right now is Jimmy GQ. I think Jimmy GQ... Would move. I mean, like you wouldn't have to give much for Jimmy GQ. For these other guys, you have to give up a lot. You have to pay them more money. Well, there's too. a reason for that. Well, I mean, obviously there's a reason for it. But you hate Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden now you're excited about. I'd be Aaron an Eagle Rogers. fan for one season. <laughs> and then Russell Wilson, who you've been talking shit about this entire season, you're excited about him all of a sudden. Well, I mean, now that Ben Roethlisberger's retired, he's yeah. the, he's the best available option out there. But these options are probably better than Mason Rudolph, though. Any one of these yeah. guys might be actually Mitchell Trubisky. I'm not sure how much better Mitchell Trubisky is than Mason Rudolph. He was drafted higher than uh, than Mason Rudolph, uh, but I'm not sure you know how much better he would be as the quarterback over Mason Rudolph. You know, I mean, and then you know Jameis Winston. Uh, I'm not sure about Jameis Winston either. I mean, he's much. You know, he's Deshaun a lot Watson, like Ben Roethlisberger, just Deshaun slinging Watson the ball down the field. Quarterback, if if he's able to play, Ever. I mean that that would be great. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that's ever going to happen. Um, but yeah, I think I think Jimmy GQ right now is the most, you know, obvious option for the Steelers in terms of not uh, trading away a lot of capital or even spending a lot of capital. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Jimmy GQ under center for a season while we, you know, work out Carson Strong as our first round pick, hopefully. Uh, what or about Carson se- Wentz? Or our second? No way. I mean, it, uh, but I like Indianapolis this. is trying to offload <laughs> oh, him. They, yeah. they they might give you picks. Yeah. and Carson Wentz. <laughs> no, I don't. I, if you hear like the beeping of a, of the truck, the truck that's backing up, you know that's the, that is that is the Indianapolis Colts trying to unload their toxic waste on some team hey. around the NFL, uh, dumping it out with old banana peels, a little bit of PCBs, <laughs> and and uh, lead based paint. Coming out the back end Steelers of the, fans of the are, Indianapolis Steelers Colts. fans are a little bit nicer than 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 Philly fans. So, you know, I, I don't think he's going to get as much grief in you know Pittsburgh uh, as he did in Philly. With his personality, I mean, he's not exactly. I mean, he's a gamer, but he's not a gamer. Uh, you know, Roethlisberger always had the respect of Steeler fans because he was a gamer. Was well, good. It didn't, and he's good, and it didn't <laughs> matter if it was forty-five to three. He wasn't coming out of that game. He was going to try to put some points on the board. Uh, before the end of that game, uh, but what do you think about Bridgewater or I mean Bridgewater is uh, also better or yeah, but, Winston? Yeah, no, Bridgewater is a better quarterback than uh, I mean he's not a long term you know quarterback uh, for the Steelers, but if 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 you want you know a quarterback that's either for a year maybe two years, Bridgewater you know is not a bad option. He's safe with the football. Actually, he's not risky enough with the football. I mean, he doesn't go deep down the field. Um, which he actually should. I mean, he has, he has, you know, the, the arm talent, his accuracy is not terrible. Um, but, uh, you know, that's also a, a decent option for the Steelers, but you know, that he's not going to take you over the top in your conference or in your well, conference or division. Um, you know, Mitchell Trubisky is definitely not going to do it. I mean, this is sort of, uh, you know, just a fill in until they can find a long-term solution to the problem, which they've had many years to fix 
so <laughs> yeah, far. Exactly. Because Roethlisberger was only getting older, and they knew about was this. Was he getting older, though? They, or they, was he just getting better? <laughs> Uh, he was getting wiser. He was getting wiser, but worse at football. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, but what do you think, Ben? I mean, who, if, <clears throat> out of all these, I mean, obviously, let's say Russell Wilson is off the table. Let's say I, I don't he's think, on I don't, the table. I don't think Russell Wilson's going to move in anywhere. I think Russell Wilson is going to stay in Seattle. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay. Out of these guys, out of you know Trubisky, uh, Bridgewater, uh, Jameis Winston, Deshaun Watson, Jimmy GQ. Maybe they get desperate for Carson Wentz. No, 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 no. No, that's not. <laughs> I mean, happening. who would you out of those guys? Who would you take, or would you just draft a quarterback and roll? I, well, yeah, I think they should draft Carson Strong if he's available. I think they should take Malik Willis if he's available uh, at twenty. Uh, I mean, my choice, my preference would be Carson Strong because he fits in the Steelers' offense. You know, he's he's a pocket quarterback, run the ball, play good defense. You know, play from the pocket. It's a nice name too. Yeah, it's nice like strong. very very quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Name. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know Mike Tomlin. And Kevin Colbert, they've already said pretty publicly that they want a more mobile quarterback. Carson Strong is definitely not that. Uh, Malik Willis obviously fits the bill. Uh, but if, if of this group, I would take, you know, my first choice would be Garoppolo, then probably Derek Carr, then well, probably. I never said Derek Carr. Well, <laughs> Derek Carr all of a sudden. He's available. I don't, I don't think Derek Carr is moving anywhere. He either. may be available. I don't think he's moving. He may be available. Uh, but first, Garoppolo. Then probably Bridgewater or Trubisky. I think I I I I do wonder what Mitchell Trubisky would do if he was able to get behind the helm of a decent team. Nothing. Well, but we've That's... never really seen him lead a good team. Yeah, it, he yeah, had a terrible team in Chicago. He wasn't really able to start much in in Buffalo at all. I don't even remember if he started a game in Buffalo. Um, and I, I really would be interested to see what Mitchell Trubisky could do behind a competent offensive line with a competent play caller with a decent running back with some decent receivers. I don't know what he'd be able to do. Uh, I hate to, you know, throw shade on on Teddy Bridgewater. He's obviously a very, very serviceable quarterback, but as Franny said, he doesn't take those chances down the field, which is which is something you have to do as a Steelers quarterback. You have as to be able to hit those deep shots yeah. down the field. Obviously safe with the football, smart, uh, doesn't make a ton of mistakes, doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, but I I I I feel like I we know what we're going to get with Bridgewater. I think Garoppolo has a little bit more upside if he's able to throw the ball a little bit more in the Steelers' offense with the receivers that we have. I think they'll unleash him a little more than they did in San Francisco. And, you know, Trubisky, same thing. I really would like to see what he has with a decent team. I just hope that's not with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I would like to see him get an opportunity. It's just a really weird time for the Steelers because there aren't a lot of indications that they're going to make a big move. I still think they're going to make a, a push for Russell Wilson, even though he thinks the West, he says the West coast is better for, for him oh, yes. than the East coast. That's what he says. Uh, that's that t- what his wife says that the translation is I'm too soft to play on the East coast, which is something everybody knows about Russell Wilson. He's a little bit too soft probably for the East coast, but I still think that he would be the perfect, Fit in a golly whiz, in the, Ben. In the, in the Steelers, <laughs> praise Jesus. Yeah, I mean, he wants he wants the limelight, but he wants the West Coast limelight, which yeah. is like not that much. He limelight. wants to remain humble, but he doesn't want to remain humble. Yeah, you he, know? he doesn't want the bright lights of Dan, you know, like shining down on you in New York City or Pittsburgh, where you're on, you know, constantly being, you know, judged and 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 torn apart. Yeah, but I, I would say Garoppolo, then Bridgewater, then Trubisky. But I would prefer Russell Wilson. Well, I would prefer Russell Wilson too. 
Yeah, although the word out of Philadelphia is you guys are not going to make a move for a quarterback. That's what they say. That's what they say. They're they're high on Jalen Hurts. I think he's the next. Yeah, they're high. Ron Jaworski. They're high if they think Jalen Hurts is the answer. He's the next Randall Cunningham. He's the next. No, no, Randall Cunningham was. Michael Vick. He's the next. Randall Cunningham was. Randall Cunningham at that time, um, there was no other quarterback like that that was doing that sort of thing. He, he was one of those first sort of mobile quarterbacks that excited people with his legs. Um, they had some good teams with him. But I mean, he, the team was, wasn't that great, but he made the team better. Well, the defense was really good back then. Um, but, you know, he's a much better quarterback than Jalen Hurts is right now. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, his career. Yeah. I mean, he had a pretty decent career as a quarterback. Uh, whereas Jalen Hurts, you know, I mean, we'll see how he grows. I mean, if they if they move on with him the following season, I mean, you know, our, our division is still weak enough where maybe they can make a push to the playoffs. But you can't always rely on having a bad division. Eventually, those teams will catch up. You know, the Commanders I, I will catch up. Giants, I don't know if those teams. I don't know if those teams. The Giants catch will up. catch up. I mean, the Cowboys are still. They're already a better team. And they're gonna. They're gonna cut Amari Cooper this week yeah. or next week. Yeah. Addition by subtraction. Addition. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Amari Cooper's. I mean, for his size and his abilities, he hasn't really performed that well. No, I mean he had a one he had a one good year when he was on my fantasy team. And I mean, in terms of production and numbers, in uh, at the time in Oakland, but I I don't think he's performed the way that they he expected. Be and he wants a new con- I mean, he wants a big contract. Uh, yeah, I just no. don't think it makes sense. It's not for, yeah, no for the Cowboys. Yeah, no, I, I I would definitely move on from from him. And, yeah, and, and before, cut my losses. And before we move on. It looks like Tyree Kill is looking for twenty-one or twenty-two million dollars a year on a new contract. The Chiefs are. It looks like they're prepared to give him that. Franny, what say you? That's a, a lot of money. Deal. That is a lot. DeAndre of money. Hopkins but, type of money for a wide receiver, a guy you could pick up anytime in any draft. Not really. I mean, this guy. I mean, he's he's uh, he's a smaller Debo Samuels. I mean, he he kind of does everything. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, another look, guy that didn't make the look, Super Bowl. Look what he did. In the, yeah, but he was still he was you know one game away from the Super or Bowl. DeAndre Hopkins, another you know, guy that didn't make the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins didn't play. <laughs> That's true. He was he was not in the playoffs. Well, it's because he doesn't want to get his ankle fixed, so he's constantly <laughs> fucking not practicing and not playing that very much. You know. I mean, Tyreek Hill does a lot for that team. I mean, you know, he, he was he was a game changer in the playoffs. Uh, you know, with uh, that comeback win against the Bills. You know, what he did in that game was pretty amazing towards the end. Um, but he's he's one of those few wide receivers that is a difference maker. It's just that you know age will eventually catch up with him. Where his speed, he's going to slow down just a little bit, and once he loses that. Then his career is pretty much over. I mean, he's great. He's got he's got good hands and everything, but his speed is what kills, and eventually he will slow down. So, if they are paying him that much money for a long term contract, I don't think that's a good idea for the for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, is he sort of like the injured. Zeke? Is he sort of like the Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley of of wide receivers? You know, well, you're going to give him that big contract, and you're going to regret it the second year of that. Yeah, deal. but he's already accomplished way more than. Well, yeah, but they haven't had guys. to pay him. Well, yeah. Well, they, know, pay, they, they paid, paid him. him. They, they paid, paid him. him. They paid him. But not this much money. But uh, I mean, he's had a better career than Zeke. Uh, or, I mean, Zeke is is. I mean, he's he's really he's washed. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's he's. I mean, uh, you know, Pollard had a, a better season than he did in 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 terms of yardage and and uh, uh, it was yards per carry. I yeah. mean, you know, it's it's. I don't know why the the Cowboys didn't utilize him more. Probably because they paid Zeke so much and they're trying to you know take advantage of 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 the guy that they paid, but. I know. Good for the Cowboys. Yeah. Good for the Eagles, actually, because, you know. Yeah. 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 And I don't, I mean, I just, I mean, I, personally, I mean, as a Steeler fan, it's anathema to us to give that kind of money to a wide receiver. You know, for my money, there's two guys in the league that you can't stop Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams. Everyone else in the league can be shut down. DeAndre Hopkins can be shut down. They proved that Tyreek Hill can be shut down. Uh, but Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams are the only two guys that I've seen in the last couple of years that can't be shut well, down. Hopkins, too. 
yeah. Well, there. I mean, there are times when you can you can get enough hands on Hopkins where he's he's not as big a playmaker as as Cup and and Adams seem to be, mm-hmm. regardless of the in, the number Kelsey. of players you throw at him. Kelsey too. Yeah, tight end. That's true. That's yeah, true. but I'm saying like you know he catches but the ball. <laughs> that's true. He yeah he catches the ball. He catches the ball. What do you do? I catch I the catch ball. balls. Yeah, I mean, if it, and and Buffalo allegedly wants to sign Gronkowski, but you know, I guess he's from that area, so that I would I would love to see that, but I don't think that's going to happen. I know. I would actually also like to see that. I want to see Gronk. Still. That's where he belongs, though, right? In yeah, Buffalo. Exactly. No, he would fit in perfectly over there. He would be jumping off of motorhomes onto tables before the game. Before the game, and then go into the game. <laughs> I mean, he he would be the guy to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He would do it to park a lot, head into the game. Yep. Get a lot of Bruised shit. Up, get get a lot of shit from McDermott, and then yeah. go play. <laughs> He would, would fit in perfectly. I mean, if there's any other team out in the league, it'd be that team for Gronkowski and his personality. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, Tyreek Hill is an amazing talent. I just don't see giving him, you know, that. I mean, if you give if you give Tyreek Hill twenty one, twenty two million dollars a year between him and Mahomes and Frank Clark and oh. Kelsey and what's his name on the offensive line whose name escapes me right now. I, you'd be given like seventy percent of your salary cap to like five or six guys, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then that, that I think that sort of sends the Chiefs into an area where where you want them to where be. where I want them to be, but less competitive. So go ahead, give him twenty five million dollars a year. Yeah, thirty you know, when thirty he's, million, <laughs> thirty million a year, and when he's running a four seven forty next year instead of a four one forty, then we'll talk about how you wasted your money. Uh, Friday, are you ready to move on? We covered a bunch of stories in that little clip. Yep, slap across. The face. There it is. Ah, yeah. Next up, your favorite, Mike Zimmer trashes Kirk Cousins. That's preposterous. No QB bun in the oven. <laughs> Mike Zimmer spent part of the last few weeks as the Vikings head coach bemoaning the team's situation at quarterback. Chad Graff of The Athletic reported, the veteran defensive guru had made more of an effort to get the best out of Kirk Cousins in 2021, conducting weekly meetings with the quarterback for the first time in their four years together. But toward the end, it became clear to those in the building that the head coach-quarterback relationship hadn't blossomed the way that many had hoped it would before the season. Zimmer complained openly in coaching meetings about Cousins, and some of Zimmer's top lieutenants echoed the sentiment. Zimmer didn't feel the quarterback made enough winning plays that he didn't take the necessary shots down the field to help lead the Vikings to victory and that he didn't elevate his teammates. But that wasn't that view wasn't shared by everyone. Some, especially in the front office, thought Zimmer didn't handle the situation well. They acknowledged to Zimmer that Cousins isn't a perfect quarterback. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. But felt Zimmer's job as a head coach was to get the most out of the quarterback and undercutting his play in coaching meetings didn't help. Franny would say to you about your beloved, underachieving... Look, Mediocre, milk toast, white bread, uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich at quarterback. Hey, okay, look, he's not the greatest quarterback out there, but he puts. A, he puts no, up, he's not the perfect quarterback. He's not the perfect quarterback, but how many quarterbacks are perfect? Tom Brady, Patrick and, Mahomes, and well, not even Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Joe Montana. No quarterback is perfect unless you're Aaron Rodgers. Joe Montana's up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, except for Aaron Rodgers, chokes like a baby on a hard candy every time he gets to the playoffs. That's true. Also. But if you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers, Ben, I mean, last year, 4,221 yards, 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions. The guy takes care of the football. The year before that, 4,265 yards, 35 touchdowns, Ooh. 13 interceptions, 103.1 rating, 105.0 rating, uh, you know, QB rating. And then then, why don't they win? I think it's Mike Zimmer. I think Mike Zimmer. You think Mike Zimmer? <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, the Mike Zimmer, he was an underachieving head coach for the for the Vikings. I mean, they had the tools there, you know, to to actually battle with Green Bay in that division, and he wasn't able to do it. So he can throw somebody else under the bus, but he should be throwing himself 
under the bus. And the defense. And the defense as well. Yeah, because with those numbers, they should have won more games than yeah. they did. Yeah. I agree. I don't think you should be calling out your quarterback in meetings. I don't think you should be putting your quarterback on the hot seat, especially when you are a head coach who isn't as involved in the offense as a lot of head coaches are because you spend the bulk of your time coaching up the defense and you don't end up with defensive players of the year like Mike Tomlin does with a over outperforming defense year after year after year, which you can almost and then, justify his, his, somehow, his, his lack of knowledge on the offensive if side. If somehow they could have kept Diggs and had Jeff, Justin Jeff- Jefferson out there and uh, what's his face? Uh, the other wide receiver that they have over there that's also uh, pretty damn good. Uh, man, it's funny when the season ends. Yeah, the season ends, you're like, who? who well, that, 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 you know, the, but yeah, they have a decent receiver. Yeah, what's his face? Uh, I got it. I can't remember his name. It's going to come to me later in the podcast, I'm sure. Thielen. Thielen. Adam Thielen. That's who it is. Yeah, Adam Thielen. I mean, just match if they had those three guys, if they could have kept Diggs instead of trading him away, uh, you know, I mean, th- his numbers would have been even better than that. Yeah. And, I mean, that would have been one of the best receiving cores in the NFL if they could have had all those three guys on the team. Because Jeff- Justin Jefferson is not making that much money right now. He's still on he's his rookie contract. He's making barely any money right now. Yeah, well, he's not barely. Way more well, than both of us. Well, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I think he's clearing more in his biweekly yeah, check than I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, you know, he's making decent money, but he's not making, you know, big wide receiver money. And he's a solid wide receiver. He's a very good wide receiver, actually. Um, so, you know... Kirk Cousins' numbers would have been way better than that. Um, so, I mean, they take away one of his best weapons. They bring in this, you know, they bring in the rookie, who's also pretty damn good himself. But, you know, I wouldn't blame Kirk Cousins uh, for the Vikings' issues and not making the playoffs. I, it, it, I mean, Mike Zimmer had enough talent on that team. I mean, they were in the NFC Championship game in 2018 against the Eagles. That's as far as he took them. And they got lucky yep. even to get to that point uh, because of uh, the miracle uh, from Diggs. Yeah, exactly. All right, friendly, ready to move on from your favorite quarterback. Well, what do you think, Ben? You asked me, uh, what do you think? Well, I think Kirk Cousins is a mediocre quarterback who doesn't take enough shots down the field. I agree he's, with Mike Zimmer. He's above average. I think the defense should have been, you know, should have played better. They probably should have won more games. They, you know, he was constantly having to, uh, you know, come from behind or score, you know, 30 plus points to be competitive in a particular game. So this particular season, I would put more of that on Mike Zimmer and that defense giving up far too many points. Uh, but I just think, you know, Kirk Cousins has a ceiling. We've seen the ceiling. You know, he's not dancing on the ceiling. He's he's banging his head up against the ceiling. And if you want to go to the promised land and, you know, get that elusive Super Bowl title, you're either going to need a great quarterback or you're going to need a great defense and a great running game. The Vikings have that pretty good running game with Dalvin Cook. The offensive line is not as nice as I or it's not as good as, yeah, as I had hoped it would nice. be this this past year. But I just think Kirk Cousins is like a poor man's Jimmy G. Jimmy, oh, okay. Even Jimmy yeah, Garoppolo better. is better. Oh, he's he, better numbers than Jimmy you know, he just His but, numbers are better. Except for wins and losses. Well, you know, when he, but he's been healthier. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But I just, I feel like the guy's got a ceiling. I I could see why a, a head coach and a fan base might be frustrated with that ceiling. Yeah. Well, I think, I still think he's good enough. With <laughs> the right, no, I, I still think he's good enough. With if if he had the uh, right, if he had I'm gonna the get right, the first. I'm gonna buy the first ever Kirk Cousins bobblehead for you. <laughs> if he had, and there's a one. There's, <laughs> there's like a, one out there, and you have to order. And it, I like, look for it too. Special order. I look for it. It's very difficult to it's, find. I'm sure it is because everybody has them. Yeah, they're out of stock. Yeah, they're out of stock. Like we yeah. can't make enough of these. There's Kirk a Cousins store up at the mall bobblehead. that has like a billion bobbleheads. There's the Kirk a billion Cousins bobbleheads. It's, it's called and Kirk's it's not bobbleheads. There. It's not there. It's not there. No, no. But they got a Mitchell Trubisky bobblehead up there. They don't have. Nobody wants a Mitchell Trubisky bobblehead. Nobody wants. Parents might want it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. They bought all of them just so he doesn't like 
get his feelings hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think he's There's got like a ceiling. There's like a room in their house that's just full of bobbleheads. Like, yeah. Mom, Dad, everybody loves me. They bought all my bobbleheads. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't go in the room don't upstairs. Go. Don't go in the closet. Why do you have a Why do you have a shipping container in the backyard? <laughs> yeah. It we're gonna turn you know into what, a son? we're gonna turn into an office. It's one of those new tiny houses. We just gotta put some windows in it. Son, just don't go in there. Just Whatever don't you go do. In there. Whatever you do. All right. Next up, front eight. Kyler Murray. No thanks. The cards should be worried. The agent for Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, released a statement saying his client absolutely wants to remain the Cardinals quarterback as long as he receives a long-term contract extension. No shit. In, yeah. In addition to that, Larry Fitzgerald is right. Murray is not so bright. Larry Fitzgerald called senior. Sorry, senior. Called out Kyler Murray for being spoiled. Well, he's pretty old. He so is, he's, he's lived up to that. Season. Yeah, he's already he probably yeah. has grandkids already. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Glespiegel of the New York Post reports, as the Cardinals quarterback seeks a new lucrative contract, Fitzgerald Sr., the father of Murray's former teammate. Oh, this is Larry Fitzgerald Sr. Oh, Larry okay. Fitzgerald weighed in. He's spoiled, Fitzgerald said. Brings his Oklahoma offense to the NFL team. Has to catch up to great talent. He's never been humbled. Keep working. Fitzgerald Sr. is a longtime sports writer in the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder. His son played wide receiver with Murray on the Cardinals in 2019 and 2020. Throughout the offseason, Murray has been embroiled in a bitter contract dispute with the Cardinals. The public spat began when Murray scrubbed his Instagram account, so mature, of anything pertaining to the Cardinals organization. Earlier or last week, uh, Murray Murray's agent, Eric Burkhart, released a lengthy statement that more or less boiled down to the classic line from Goodfellas, fuck you, pay me. Last week, the Cardinals agreed to contract extensions with their head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, and their general manager. The Cardinals later confirmed the news of the extensions, which will run through the 2027 season. But did you see this interesting, did you see the statement that that's he expects lot. people I, no, to read? I, I saw it. I, that's exactly what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to read it because it's, it's way too long. It's way too many paragraphs. I'm, you know, just like send out a tweet. And look at the font. It's like, it's I know, a, seriously. It's like, I, like, I, like I don't even know what to make of this. One, he absolutely wants to be your long-term quarterback. And two, he desperately wants to win the Super Bowl. Well, I like, hope so. Like, what, what is this? Is well, Goodfellas like, is a good movie, though, by the way. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's probably one of the top five movies of all time. Yeah, great movie. Great but what movie. is this, like a, is this like a three-year-old's uh, yeah, I'm list not sure for what Santa that Claus? Is. He, I mean, he's got his logo on there, too. I mean, he's got his logo, um, you know, similar to uh, Russell Wilson's logo. It's actually, they're pretty similar. I'm sure the same, yeah. the same uh, graphic designer probably put them together, um, a, a, along with the Tiger Woods one, and along with the LeBron James one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like they all kind of like the same, um, but uh, you know he's got his he's got his picture on the lower uh, uh, right corner. Right and what's there. he doing? Is he praying for a Super Bowl? Uh, Why is his leg in the air there and yeah, there's nothing not underneath sure. it? Not sure what he's doing, but I, you know, I, you know what? I, he's he's created way too much drama in the off season. Um, he, I mean, this, it, he needs to really grow up and and take accountability for what he. I mean, this is his team. He's the quarterback of the team. Might not be for very much longer. Yeah, well, <laughs> not like this. Not with not doing this type of shit. He's not going to be. But yeah, I, I really don't know. I mean, he's grown as a player from his first season up till now. Unfortunately, he hasn't grown. He hasn't. <laughs> not a few inches. No, he's still, he's still short. He's still very little. You know, he's still he's still <laughs> a short dude. Oh, well, he's about our size. So you know, he's 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 you know average he's size. Average height, yeah, but he's not average for a quarterback uh, in terms of uh, his height. Um, but no, I, I don't agree with what he's doing. I mean, it's it's like you know, you're the leader of the team. Act like the leader. Take accountability for losses and stop whining. Like a little baby because you're already called a little baby because you're a size and they're always making fun of him on social yeah. media about that. And uh, he takes a lot of grief. Maybe maybe it's an ego thing, Ben. 
Uh, I think he might have the uh, the, you know how little the chip people, on his shoulder. You know how little people are always like pissed off. Yeah, there you are. Little <laughs> yeah, people, little people syndrome right there. But but isn't his agent supposed to know better than this? Yeah. I mean, listen. It says. I mean, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna read the parts of this that I can actually read with with you know my eyes and my you know I'm I'm, I'm 50 years old. I cannot read whatever this font is. Uh, actions speak much louder than words in this volatile business. I didn't know the NFL was a volatile. It's, it's volatile man. I didn't know we were it's talking like the stock about. Market. I, yeah, I didn't know we were talking about it's like crypto, like uh, deep sea mining for gold or something like. Yeah, it's like crypto. Uh, listen to this though. Kyler Murray's hopeful. Kyler Murray is hopeful. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. because you know. He's hopeful uh, that the organization chooses to commit to, to c- commit so that he can continue leading the Cardinals to further success and value for many years to come. Mm. I mean, you, you're threatening an organization like there aren't other quarterbacks out there available. In a yeah. le- I mean, I would I wouldn't even I wouldn't pick this guy's fifth year option. I'd trade him. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I, mean I mean, he's already doing this, and he has proved nothing in the NFL. No, exactly. I mean, yeah, he I made mean, a look, couple of Pro Bowls, which is meaningless. Yeah. I mean, look, you got your ass beat by the Rams. The Rams won the Super Bowl. Your offensive line didn't hold up to their defensive front. And they front. were worse this year than they were last year. You know, I mean, just fuck it. I mean, fix that line and and then go from there, man. Move on. I mean, don't 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 throw the organization under the bus just because you weren't able uh, to perform to whatever expectations you set for yourself. I mean, fuck it. You lose games. You're still young, man. Just move on. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, I saw a statement from like, uh, was it from Deion Sanders today? He was coaching. I can't remember where he's coaching. He's coaching. I can't remember the name of the college where he's coaching. Uh, but he said he could never coach in the pros because he doesn't have any patience for uh, grown adult men who are getting paid handsomely and don't want to do their jobs. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't agree more in this particular situation. I like, think I would love to hear not Dion from Fox, from NFL Network or whatever that garbage was that we had to watch yeah, on I television? Think it was on NFL, NFL Network. I think it was NFL Network. Yeah, not right that Dion, but yeah. the honest Dion about well, I like this Deion situation. Sanders. I like Dion Sanders. I mean, with that show that he was on, I mean, he was just you know trying to be some sort of a personality. But I mean, Dion Sanders is he seems like a pretty stand up guy when he's himself, not yeah. trying to be some other character. But I mean, who who? How many quarterbacks are going to win the Super Bowl next year? By by my count, it's Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray. Uh, who else? What other quarterbacks out there are whining for a new deal, or uh, or, or want to leave their team? I mean, yeah. there's uh, other guys that are just like looking for a job. Yeah, and it's Carson Wentz, for instance. You got to prove. I mean, you're only for four years in the league. Is this his fourth? Was this it his fourth be, year? Might be, might be his third year right now. Because I or, think, I think, it, yeah, I think this was his fourth year. I think they either pick up the fifth year option or sign him to a contract next year. I, I would consider trading. I mean, th- th- this much grief. Mm-hmm. Th- this is Aaron Rodgers at 38 years old shit. Yeah, but this Aaron is Tom Rogers Brady at 40 years old shit. He's proven stuff. This is Russell he's Wilson at 33 year old shit. He's proven stuff. Like all these guys have proven stuff. Even if Mahomes did this type of shit, Mahomes has been to a couple of Super Bowls at his age, at his young age. He's still he's done that. I mean, Frostisberger, who also has been to a couple of Super Bowls, you know, if he was younger and he was complaining, go ahead and do it. But I mean, somebody that hasn't accomplished anything in the league, eh. Yeah, and that's and that's why I love the fact that they that they extended Kingsbury and they extended the general manager whose name and I Dak can't Prescott. remember. Dak Prescott, and he got extended, but he, he got didn't extended, hold out. He, but didn't, he, didn't, he didn't create he didn't grief. Cry like a baby with the Cowboys, and he's a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. Oh, much better. Yeah, I, I just. But well, fuck the Cowboys. Still, yeah, there you go. There's there it shot. is. We're we're deep enough into this podcast where we can take a punishment shot, Ben. Yes, it's time to take exactly. a shot. But but I just, to my mind. I would cut bait with this guy. I don't think he's going to get any more mature. I don't think he's going to get, you know, in, in terms of his commitment to the team. I mean, not being on the field for the final plays of a playoff game, I would have traded him as quickly as I possibly could because this situation is not going to get better. And I love the fact that they extended Cliff and extended 
the general manager, because what you're saying to Kyler Murray is, I don't know who's going to be here five years from now, but it's going to be Cliff Kingsbury, and it's going to be the general manager, and it might not be you. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Cliff Kingsbury hasn't done a terrible job with this team. I mean, it, like these guys, like Kyler Murray's not, like, you can't, sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, go ahead. It's not like, I don't think, I think Kyler Murray is not that hard to replace. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, he, he, he's got talent, but, you know, if you're going to whine like a little baby, <laughs> then you're not really a leader of a team. You know, and, and if you're going to act like this, then, you know, like you said, maybe it's just better to cut bait. But, I mean, with what Cliff Kingsbury has done is he's done a decent job. I mean, they went to the playoffs this year. I mean, they kind of, last few seasons, actually, uh, since he's been the head coach, they've kind of fallen off towards the latter part of the season. And you kind of expect that collapse. Eventually, he's going to learn from that. And that's not going to happen. Um, but, you know, he's built a pretty decent team. And, and this is the best they've been since Bruce Arians uh, was there. Um, so, I mean, you know, for for Arizona fans, you know he's he's done a great job. I'm sure everybody's happy with what Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury has done so far. So yeah, definitely I would have extended Cliff Kingsbury. Um, but yeah, Kyler Murray, if you're gonna act like this, because yeah, I can't remember cut, the last time a quarterback this this young, yeah, Lamar Jackson didn't pull this no, shit. I mean, I love fucking. I love the fact that he's not pulling this shit. Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for three or four seasons, and yeah. he's an asshole, and even he held it together. Yeah, well, Lamar Jackson is also more of a humble guy. I mean, he 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 really does just want to win, and he loves the situation that he's in right now. He's not crying and screaming for money because he himself knows that he hasn't accomplished a lot in the league, although he has been to playoffs. He did win one playoff game, um, but he understands the situation, whereas Kyler Murray, he's just not understanding it. Yeah, I mean, it. and his agent won't you know set him straight, and he's obviously not going to cut him. Why are we doing this shot? This is our punishment shot, Ben. I just said, fuck. The Cowboys, and we signed a the contract. The Amari Cooperless Cowboys. <laughs> we signed a contract in blood many years ago. Where if I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, I take a shot. Ben, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, which is AFC North, then you take a shot. And Sanya, who is not on the podcast, probably will never join us ever again because she's sick of us. Ben, uh, if she says anything, especially with Russell Wilson playing for the Steelers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh no, no, no! And she walked in at the wrong time last week <laughs> yeah, when you were talking about. She Russell brought it Wilson. up the next day. Yeah, like, I know. Hey, what the fuck yeah. were you talking about? Yeah, dog, <laughs> I'm sure you slept out out here with Rosie in the doghouse, Ben. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, she 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 loves Russell Wilson. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, she has is. a special place in her heart for Russell Wilson. Uh, but if she says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, then she takes a shot. Probably never will, but we throw it out there because in the you contract, it's in the contract. It's in ben. the contract. Yeah, see, she signed it also in blood. We're going to have to get uh, an addendum. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Cheers, Ben. Let's... So this is the Ellington Reserve. I know when I brought it out here, it stuck to my hand. Mango flavored whiskey. Not too many people out there have tried mango flavored whiskey, Ben, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, this is, this is what you're going to drink with Gronkowski. Yeah. After the game in Buffalo. No, this is before the at game. At the bar. Before the game. <laughs> before the game. <laughs> Flying <laughs> off of the motorhome onto a table that might be burning. Yeah, You know, they, exactly. might, they might light it on fire before he jumps onto it. Yeah, Gronk so, will be drinking this, and know. we'll get we'll get uh, Marshawn Lynch out of retirement. Yeah. He'll be drinking his some cognac yeah, in there. Gronk will drink this. He'll catch six passes for, like, 84 yards and a touchdown. Exactly. Let's Cheers. do this shot. Ah, that is gross. Mm. Actually, it's not bad when it's cold. Actually, yeah. You know, it tastes like um, it tastes like a uh, like a Fanta. Yeah, like some. Uh, it tastes like a pineapple Fanta, even though it's mango. Yeah, it's like a very sweet, like a Fanta, uh, but also has a little nice little bite. I mean, it's not. It's not a, that I like. Sit it's around better. And drink it's better Fanta than the last day. one we had. The one before, yeah. the, not the, the, this one, but the, whatever that one we had. 
two bottles ago. Yeah, that was stuff. That stuff was rough. Whatever like that, that vanilla was. flavor. Oh, the vanilla flavor. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was like was wait, when it's six ninety nine off the shelf, you know that's quality. Yeah, that's yeah. some quality when you American get whiskey. Seven hundred fifty right milliliters for six ninety nine. Yeah, uh, that's that's like uh, uh, a college kid's paradise right there. Yeah, exactly. Because they're not gonna have a hangover in the morning. <laughs> no. We will. They but won't. They won't. They could just go right to class. <laughs> I know. They can go right to class and perform better than we would. That's yeah, for sure. Exactly. Damn, Kyle. Kyle. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up, Friday. Troy Aikman loves Joe Buck fixing ESPN's bad luck. <laughs> Troy Aikman. I love these, man. I love the I love the titles to these topics here. Yeah. Troy Aikman is set to move from Fox Sports to ESPN and ninety. Count them, Franny. $90 million over five years, and he's hoping Joe Buck will make the trip with him. The former Dallas Cowboys quarterback is poised to jump the worldwide leader or to the worldwide leader after getting offered Tony Romo money to call Monday Night Football. According to the New York Post and Andrew McHand or McChand, Aikman is looking for a five-year deal in a $90 million, uh, $90 million change race. Looks like he might have got that deal this week. Uh, Aikman hoax Buck. His longtime tag team partner will follow suit. We have a great friendship. Yeah, there's the gold team. We really, exactly. <laughs> we really do. Aikman told Mike Leslie of WFAA, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot in our profession, but we've been also been through a lot in our personal lives. We've kind of paralleled a lot of things in our personal lives as well, and we've helped each other get through a lot of that. I know that's not the norm. I think a lot of partners get along, but to be as good friends as we are, I mean, he truly is one of my best friends. There's probably more that could be said, and I think maybe I will in the right time, but there's been some disappointment on how maybe that was taken granted, taken for granted by some, hint, Fox. Hmm. He's been a fantastic partner, in my opinion. He's the best in the business, and yeah, I'd love nothing more than to continue to work with him. We don't know as of yet where Joe Buck is going to be next year, but Franny, what say you about Monday Night Football finally, hmm. after more than 20 years of absolute straight garbage on Monday Night Football in the announcer's booth and on the field, we get Troy Aikman and potentially Joe Buck. I don't know, man. I really like that Booger Mobile. <laughs> yeah, Booger Mobile. Back to I the, mean, whoever thought back about to the that, SEC, would you? Whoever Booger? thought about the Booger Mobile should really get a raise at ESPN. I mean, that was genius. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> they, they did, what I think they did is they broke in to the old XFL headquarters yeah, yeah. and whatever ideas they discarded, they're like, hey, whatever, was, whatever was in the garbage, they took those ideas. No, but I, I do like Troy Aikman. I mean, Troy Aikman is, is uh, I mean, he's a, he's a former cowboy. I don't like that, yeah. but, um, you know, he is the best Cowboys announcer out there. Way better than Tony Romo, Ben. No, I like Tony Romo. Way better than Tony Romo. Well, he's better than Tony Romo. Yeah, yeah way better. Not even close. It's, it's, it's okay. Serviceable. No, but I, I, I do I do enjoy watching him on TV. He's not as biased. I mean, he's, he's slightly biased, and you can't blame him for being slightly biased when the Cowboys are playing, but he tries his best not to be, and I respect him for that. Um, but, you know, I, 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 I think him and Joe Buck would do an excellent job on ESPN because I also do like Joe Buck. I mean, Joe Buck also does a lot of uh, MLB games, yeah, just, uh, which World is in the lockout right now. Um, would thank God. Yeah, the players are trying, I don't. The players I, are really trying to fuck I, up what they got left. Yeah, I don't. I, uh, I'm, I'm actually happy that the MLB. Sorry, is the owners on. are trying to. Yeah, fuck MLB. Up what they got I'm, left. I'm actually excited about that because I don't care about spring the training small and all this shit. Market owners are fucking it up. It's a boring sport. I don't know how people watch that. Anyways, uh, I know it's you a love, fun. I know you love it, Ben. I know you love it. It is a terrible sport, but uh, you know I, I do enjoy listening to Joe Buck. You know, either on NFL or even if I am watching uh, MLB playoffs. Uh, actually. I had a patient tell me that my voice actually sounded like Jesus. It like, does you know, sound like he's Joe like, Buck. do you know Joe Buck? I'm like, I don't know him personally, but I know who that is. <laughs> do you know Joe it's Buck? It's like, 
You know, <laughs> all guys with deep voices, you guys know each yeah, other. Yeah, right? I'm like, I know who that is, and thank you because Joe Buck's voice is very nice, and so is mine. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> and so is yours, Ben. No, yeah, yours is way yours, better. Your yours voice. is way better. Uh, your That's vo- why in, is- in post production, you know, I have to crank up the compressor just to make my voice sound, sound a little bit deeper than what it is. Sound better than what you would, what Franny is hearing in his headset right now. <laughs> no, but I do. It, 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 my ears hurt the next day. It's it's <laughs> it's like listening to a dog whistle the entire yeah, night. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Ben. I'm going to be filling in at, at the opera this weekend. <laughs> yeah, but as a tenor, yeah, but, yeah, or whatever the tenor. I don't even know whatever the high one is. Yeah, but soprano. Is it a soprano? Soprano tenor. I don't know. Is it different in opera? I think it's different in opera. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, but no, I, I think they would make a good team on ESPN. I'm not sure if Joe Buck is, is going to make that move. I'm not sure if they're willing to pay Joe Buck. But he definitely kind of had to fuck you but to Fox. 90, like you're underpaying Joe Buck. $90 million, though. Five years? Man. That's These almost guys are making $20 million a Tony year. Tony Romo is making $100 million. Yeah. This guy's... I mean, he's better than Tony Romo. And he's been doing it for a lot longer. He's been yeah. doing this for... 20 years already, 25 years more, already. Way more as a broadcaster than he was as a football player, that's yeah, for sure. for sure. And I, I mean, I just think this is a great move for ESPN as much as I fucking hate ESPN. Well. Uh, it is the only game on Monday. It is the only time in my life that I have to watch ESPN is when there's a game I on never, Monday night. Yeah, I never really watch ESPN uh, at all, ever. And to, and, to, to, and to send Lewis Riddick off to the Steelers as their general manager and get... get um, uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck in that Monday night slot, at least Monday night football, the weeks that it's not Peyton and Eli weeks, at least it'll be watchable. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been watchable for me, you know, probably for 15 or 20 years. Yeah. It's just been awful. Yeah, I don't listen to the bar- uh, broadcasters, but I mean, that stupid Booger Mobile thing. I mean, I don't know what the fuck they were trying to do with that. Bring some excitement or something to the sidelines. I mean, that was No one cares what's going on on the sideline. Terrible. You're just giving me like trite, like, we got to play better defense in the second half. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, because you're down twenty four to three. So you think maybe you got to play better defense? Like the sideline, no one cares. Like, hey, but Ben, how are you, how are you getting your your uh, your sports fix in now? I mean, now that football's done, there's it, no MLB. Basketball kind of sucks. It was the I Olympics. Mean, yeah, it was the Olympics. Now, what are you doing now? Uh, did you watch, it was supposed to be baseball. Did you watch a little bit of Liverpool, man? Uh, oh yeah. no, but I got to do. Liver, Liverpool, I got to get into the Premier League. Liverpool West Ham today. No, but no. I, you got to remind me when these games are on. They were on today. Just to get and me. And actually tomorrow. I forget who's playing, but they're on tomorrow. To get me to start watching these because I, I do need to get big time soccer in my portfolio because baseball is going to be delayed. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a, a subscription to the Yes Network and I'm not going to pay for it. So I'm not going to get the Yankee games out here, or at least if they're not on national television or on or on one of the, uh, you know, like TBS or something. I know. So I do have to get my soccer fixed. Basketball, uh, I mean, I'm a Knicks fan. They're not very good. I'm a Laker fan. They are beyond terrible right now. And they now. beat Golden State tonight. Yeah, they lost to the Clippers like two days ago. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They've lost to everybody more recently. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, I think it's going to be big time soccer in, in the, in the, yeah, in the offseason. I'm, I'm getting desperate. I mean, obviously, this morning I watched Liverpool and West Ham. Uh, it was it was a good game. Um, it was but it's one, tough it was, right it was, now. It was, it was one nothing. You know, it was one nothing. I mean, that's not a, a score that line that you know that you. The game prefer. can still be fun. Yeah, it was it was a fun game to watch. But I'm I'm like getting to that point where I'm like watching B in sports and I'm watching like the Turkish league and I'm watching like Tremsbonspor versus like uh, Galatasaray. Well, I mean, it's like that's what that's 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 what it's uh, that's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, because basketball is terrible right now. I mean, luckily I'm married, so I can you know I have I can I have a, a yeah, but Sonia likes. I mean, she I'm, likes sports. She won't watch soccer. Uh, unless it's the Croatian yeah, if it's team. a that's World Cup only, that's or something. The only time. Uh, and the Olympics, since the Olympics has ended, uh, yeah, please remind me about these Premier League games because I wanted to start watching baseball. 
obviously that's not going to happen uh, on schedule. So I do have to get more into these Premier League games and these big times. I, I'm not going to watch. You a lot know, of dogs barking right now. Yeah, a lot of dogs barking. I mean, I'm not no, going to watch like you know. What's going on over there? Some are you know like some intern like some the national you know games from Ar- Argentina I or uh, Switzerland or I something. I might watch River Plate. But I'm gonna. But I need to watch the more big time games, so that's what I'm gonna do. Because yeah. basketball right now is a hot mess. It is actually. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's it's pretty sad actually. When Stephen A. Smith is mad at the Lakers. Yeah. Although when well, is, I think the Lakers. I mean, everybody should be mad at the Lakers right now. The Lakers should be mad at the Lakers right now. Yeah. What did he say? He's like, he, I guess he cried on the air the other night because uh, the Lakers had to finally admit that the Clippers are the better team in L.A. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, because we have 17 championships and they have zero. Okay, yeah. yeah exactly. they're, they're way better. Well, than the, hey, when you're making 20 <laughs> some million dollars a year to be on ESPN, yeah, you gotta change. Yeah. You, you gotta see Not something. Like the, I mean, so like the Lakers are what ninth maybe in the West and the. The Clippers are what eighth, maybe. I mean, yeah, they're way better. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers are just a lot of drama right now, and I think yeah. people are people are feeding off the Lakers drama. I'm still, I'm, still, <laughs> I still have hopes. Yeah, well, I still have hopes too. Uh, next up, Friday, Eagles prediction may cause QB friction. Many are predicting that the Eagles draft Liberty quarterback Malik Willis. Folks, reason that GM Howie Roseman and owner Jeffrey Lurie want to add a ton of talent to the QB room after watching most of the playoffs from home. With three, count them, three first-round picks, Roseman has the ammo to move up for maybe the most athletic, athletically gifted QB in the in the 2022 draft class and let Willis and Hurts compete in camp for the top spot. That's stupid. It is risky, but might be worth the potential locker room drama. Friday. That's stupid. What say you? That's stupid. I mean, it's stupid. If you have three first-round picks, but Hurts can do it. He can do it. If you have three first-round picks, Hertz, you don't. You Hertz don't go, isn't going to go the Kyler Murray route. No, if you have three first-round picks, you don't go after a draft pick in the first round. You go after. Yeah, well, you have a lot of picks. You, you don't after, use those picks. No, no, you, you go after, don't pick anyone. Then no, that's you, what you, you should. You, do. No, no, you go after Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers and try to trade for one of those guys. You don't go after an unproven talent in the NFL. I mean, if you're going to do anything, you're going to move for one of these other guys that have already proven themselves in the league, not some draft pick that you have no idea what they have to offer, and you're not going to have them battle out the draft pick from two years ago. That's stupid. That's uh, a, that is just drama for no reason. Yeah, but I think Hertz would, would accept the drama as an adult. He's done it. He's done it already. He beat out Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is gone. He doesn't want to do it again. If you want Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers or a proven guy in the locker room where he knows he's going to be the backup, then you go after one of those guys with the three first-round picks. You trade those three first-round picks if you want to for one of those guys and have some success for two or three years, and you worry about it later. Because Can you win see now Russell league. Wilson coming to Philadelphia? No, but I'm just saying. I would rather do that. What and, about Deshaun and, Watson? Would you trade three, uh, two? If I knew that Deshaun, Would you trade all three first-round picks for Deshaun Watson, knowing that he's probably not going to play football until 2023? Actually, with 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 because that Hertz, might happen. That Hertz, might that might be the trade with Hertz still there. I would roll with Hertz, and I would. Oh yeah, take, Hertz would have a lovely twenty twenty two season, knowing that he was going to be no. Out but he'd he'd be playing for his career then. He would know that he has to play his best football to find a good team in the future, or you know somebody that wants him. Uh, you know, and so he might ball out. You never know. And then you get Deshaun Watson, who's going to ball out because he's a baller. But would you do that? Because I don't think Wat, uh, Watson's gonna no. Play. Actually, what he, I, I don't think Watson's going to play this year. No, what I would do is actually get a linebacker. I would get <laughs> wait with three first round picks. Now we're now we're trading linebacker. Now we're trading for linebackers. No, 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 no. I would just get a linebacker in the draft. I would get a corner. Well, maybe a cornerback. Oh, in so the you first get a round. quarterback next year when you don't have any picks. No, I mean if 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 you want to roll with Hurts, roll with Hurts. But then at least you know get some complimentary pieces for the team, 
and not, you know, not some quarterback that is unproven. Uh, I mean, do you think? I mean, look, Trevor Lawrence is, I mean, was supposed I, to be a, tra- a generational Willis, talent. I think Malik Willis is probably a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. You don't know. Probably. You don't know. He's got the athleticism. He can move. He's got a cannon for an arm. You know, you guys play a lot of RPO. He's used to playing RPO. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not big on any rookie quarterbacks until they prove themselves. Uh, yeah, but Jalen Hurts was a rookie quarterback a year ago. A, well, yeah, he was, but he sort of played. And he uh, played this year. That's true. That's yeah. true. So, so, what, so you would, but you did you answer the question? Would you trade all three of your first round picks for Deshaun Watson today? Right now, if I knew, <clears throat> if I knew when, me. when is he playing? Well, I mean, that's is, what I'm saying. You is don't there know. a definitive answer of when no. this guy will play football? But is it worth it to because you? Because he might not ever play football again. You're out three draft picks. Yeah, but you're, you're always complaining. That it doesn't matter what you do with the draft picks anyway. That's true too. Yeah, because the Eagles suck with draft picks anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, when you're picking Jalen Ragor in the first fucking round, yeah, but you got Fletcher Cockadecky, Goxadecky <laughs> to go. That was the last. That was the <laughs> last Pro Bowl you Fletcher drafted. Fletcher <laughs> <laughs> you got fucker cock 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 cocks for dead years, but that was like the last first. That was the last Pro Bowler you drafted, probably. I so, mean, Josh Sweat was. I don't actually. I don't even know when we got Josh Sweat. That probably that was that was in the first round. Uh, that, I'm surprised that we even got him in the draft. I mean, our drafts are are pretty terrible. That's what. I'm, that's why I'm asking. Yeah. Would you do it? No, he's going to play. In, he's going to play in 2023. If he does play in 2023, then I they would. would I, I would gonna, do that. You know, I would do that. I would do that as an Eagles fan. I would there do that. we go. I would say yes. Get Deshaun Watson, and uh, we'll roll with Jalen Hurts this year. See what happens, and if he plays well, then you know what we're trading Deshaun Watson <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for two first round picks. That's true. Who wants them? Yeah, uh, it'd be a little bit different then. But I mean, yeah. I don't think they're going to indict him. It's been too long. Uh, but I think the civil suits are going to drag out. There's going to be a suspension in the 2022 season. But I think he'll be back at, at and ready to play week one, and in 2023. But I, I do suspect there's going to be a lengthy suspension in 2022. So I, I'm glad I got your answer. Yes. The answer is yes. You would trade all three picks for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. All right. No, I think, I mean, come on. What he did. I would too. What he did. If, his I, had last, three, if I happen to have three. No, but what he did in that last points. season with a terrible Texans team, throwing for 4,500 mm. yards with no receivers. I mean, Come on. The Eagles have better receivers than what the Texans had at that time. I agree. I just wanted to hear you say it because I, I knew I know it's hard because you're very conservative by nature. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, my God, it's three first-round picks. I don't know when he's going to play. I'm going to fuck them all up anyways. I, I, wanna, I don't want to order my food. And they not- might get one good one out of those three. I mean, you have Justin Jefferson out there on the board, and you get Jalen Rager. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but, but he did catch some <clears throat> balls that he didn't drop. There were some balls that he didn't drop. Yeah, not when it none, none of the important ones. Yeah, exactly. But there were some unimportant yeah. balls that he did catch. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and they were physical plays that he that he made without a defender on a defender on. Yeah, defender, defender. <laughs> you know, those are those those are those contested balls. Damn, Ellington Reserve that he didn't catch. Uh, but Franny, are you ready to move on? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, you put Dallas on there. I had to put Dallas. <sighs> on there. You want me to take these shots, don't you, Ben? I do. I don't see any Baltimore on there. No. Well, Baltimore doesn't do anything. It, well, they better. I mean, so we can get to do some shots. They just wait for the draft. They draft, no and then they play football. Win. No malice, no service of Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> no playoff win. No malice. No service in Dallas. No matter how t- no matter how tip top shape Ezekiel Elliott comes into a season, it's always very apparent that he's never going to be what he once was before he signed that massive deal. Elliott endured one of his worst seasons as a pro for the Cowboys in twenty twenty one. He still totaled a thousand yards. 
and 10 TDs, but he averaged a career-low 58.9 yards per game and just 4.2 yards per carry, the third-lowest mark of his career. He added 287 receiving yards and two TDs on 47 catches. The NFL's highest-paid running back almost certainly will not return to the team in 2023 as his $90 million contract is currently constructed. Zeke is on the books for $18 million in 2022. There is no realistic way to say goodbye to that until spring of 2023, at which time Dallas could pre-June 1 absorb a $6 million dead money hit or post-June walk away with no financial penalty. Uh, Zeke will not be playing for this team under the existing contract in the 2023 season. 2023 season. That is almost a certainty for anyone to say. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, he's the poster child for the reason why you don't pay quarter, uh, running backs this much money. He's he's the reason. This is the guy right here. I mean, not Todd, Todd, Gurley. Todd Gurley too. Actually, yeah, I was about to say Todd Gurley like that. That just like not Le'Veon Bell. Uh Le'Veon. But the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't do it though. The no, Steelers, the Jets did it. No, but the Steelers were smart enough not to do it. The Cowboys were not smart enough to do it, and the Rams were also not smart enough to do it with Todd Gurley. But this is the reason why you don't pay running backs top dollar because. You can pick up a guy in the draft next season who's going to be just as fucking good on his rookie contract for like a few seasons. And then once he starts going downhill, you go back and you get another guy. I mean, the Eagles do it as well as the Steelers do it with wide receivers. I mean, yeah, yeah, we, we pick up guys. I mean, we find guys off the street. You know, Jordan Howard literally was, off the Jordan street. Jordan Howard was just there hanging around. And then he comes to, <laughs> He's to the Michigan Eagles, Avenue in Chicago just chilling. He had, he had a couple amazing games this season. Um, but this is why you don't pay running backs a ton of money. I mean, his. His numbers have dropped precipitously, Ben. I mean, he dropped off a cliff, and uh, I'm happy. <laughs> I love it because you know what? You're gonna do a shot. Fuck the Cowboys. Man. There we go. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, us- I think it's too bad. I, I and, and I agree. I think we talked about it last year. I think there should be some type of a tiered system by position in the NFL that allows these running backs to get money sooner than the fifth year, especially if they're taken in the first round, and sooner even if they're taken in the second or third round. Because they just don't have the lengthy careers yeah. that these wide receivers have. I mean, Shanahan doesn't give a fuck who's running back. Yes, yeah. and and wide receivers are always whining, holding out. Blah, you know, I want more money. I want this. Blah 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 blah. Cheers to the punishment. And the poor running backs are stuck. By the time they get to their fifth year option, their careers are almost yeah, over. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, they have, they have, out of all the positions, they have the shortest careers because they take the most pounding. Yeah. Most search for. <laughs> yeah, most search for in Dallas. EDM Festival. No, Pollard. Look at Pollard. I mean, Pollard is not making that much money. I'm actually, I'm not sure what his contract is. I'm sure he's making decent money, of course. He's making millions of dollars. But he's been a better running back. I mean, yards per carry, he's been a better running back. He's more elusive than Elliott. I mean, Elliott's a great blocker. Okay, yeah, but he's a he bigger. He is a very he's good a blocker. Bigger, he's a bigger body. But do you so, need of a course, $25 million yeah, dollar year, whatever he makes. He you know, he's make not, that he's, much. He's, I mean, he, he just... He's just not that elusive. I mean, he's strong, but that's about it. I mean, his career is going downhill. So Yeah, I mean, it's too yeah. bad. I, I I definitely think there's got to be a way. Cheers Let's to do that. this shot. Cheers to that. <sighs> but I do. I think there's got to be a way to get these running backs money sooner. I think so. I mean, because they they carry a lot of the load and they take a they they really do take a lot of damage. I mean, throughout their careers, they don't last very long. I mean, a lot of these guys are in and out of the league within a couple of years. I mean, Zeke has been in the, year, in the league for, for a few years now, but only because he's a bigger body. I mean, Todd Gurley, remember how big of a name he yeah. was for a couple of years there? You know, he's yeah nowhere to be found. I and mean, when they hold out, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. I mean, Le'Veon Bell sat a whole, out a whole season mm-hmm. uh, because the Steelers just didn't care. <laughs> you know, when running backs, you know, if they decide to hold out, odds are 
the team is just going to let you hold out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas wide receivers typically get paid, quarterbacks get paid, big time players get paid. I really do think there's got to be a way to, to get, get these running backs money a little bit. I think that's a fair closer yeah. to the front that of their career. A fair assessment, then. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll ever happen because at least the teams don't want to don't want to pay for these guys. But you know, suppose Najee Harris has another. You know, fifteen hundred. Suppose he has fifteen hundred yards under a better offensive line next year for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. You know, fifteen touchdowns and you know catches five hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Should he still have to wait two more years to get paid? I know. After I know. that, it just it doesn't seem it doesn't seem right to me. Yeah. All right, Franny. That's it for the NFL news. Mm-hmm. What's up? Or what's up? What's next up on the big board? Yeah. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers said. Uh, uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do next year. I, I just don't know, man. That's what he said this week. Did he really? You like know, that? he said, "I don't know, man." He's from California. I, so I just yeah. don't know if I want to be in Packerland or, or somewhere else, man. Maybe on Pittsburgh land, bro. You know, he's just such a Maybe whiny. Is, is Heinz Field gonna be Heinz baby. Field next week? What's what? What next year? Uh, uh, they're working on it. Yeah, I hope it is. I hope it is Heinz Field. I doubt it, but I hope it is. Yeah, I know. But yeah, he says, "I don't know, man. I don't know where I want to play next year. I just I'm on a fence about it." <laughs> like, could you? I can't. Ah. Like it's how do Packer fans even put up with this fucking guy? Yeah, yeah, two close. MVPs in a row, two playoff exits in a row. <laughs> More than that, actually, there's been yeah. many playoff exits in a row. Uh, next up, Ben, a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Yes, Aaron Rodgers lovers everywhere from California to New York to New Zealand to Arizona to Australia to the UK to Mexico everywhere in the world there's Aaron Rodgers fans all the countries you know Ben <laughs> well, <laughs> the biggest New Zealand the biggest countries for the NFL uh, Germany gets games even though nobody watches football there uh, thank you yeah oh. we do we watch a lot of football okay <laughs> foosball foosball yeah and Oktoberfest it's foosball because you kick it with your foos and you also have many many you beers you don't throw it with your foos you don't throw it with your foos? <laughs> no. You throw with your arms. Why is it not called the arm ball? <laughs> why is it not called? Yeah. That is probably something they would say. Yeah, tell me, Heinz. Yeah, why? I, I want the, I want the, a heavy metal death metal at the game, please. Yeah, that's his halftime show. And also, you know, many, many spikes. And spikes want, on my armband, spikes yeah, on my wrist. I want Rammstein. I want Rammstein. <laughs> Rammstein at halftime show. And, and Pilsner? Yeah. Also? Very good Pilsner. And Bavarian only? Yeah, Bavarian only, yeah. <laughs> I can't do a German accent. Yeah, you cannot do any accent. I can't do any yeah, accent. No. I, I can do a bro accent. I, I, can do an, I can do an Aaron Rodgers as a California beach kid. Yeah, hurry up because I have to take a PP. So let's go on to listeners. Okay, thank you all so much. <laughs> thank you to our listeners and our new listeners as well as our loyal listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, to listen to the show. We truly appreciate it. Since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.busproud.com, or search, search, search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person that you know. Please, one person, a colleague, a friend, someone that you dislike. Someone that likes Aaron Rodgers. Someone that doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. Someone that thinks Aaron Rodgers is the worst. That's your homework assignment. And you can check us out on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music, as well as all the typical podcatchers in the universe. Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, uh, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Cast all the rest. <laughs> all right, Friday, what's next about a big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, we have your hot take. All right. <laughs> next up, Friday and my... Hot takes. We'll talk pro- about Ben's. Probably won't be on the agenda <laughs> next week, but we'll be giving you our hot takes 
uh, this week in, uh, in about 30 seconds. So hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back. All right, and we are back with Ben's hot take. And your hot take. Ben's hot take, because I haven't thought of one. If you all recall, last week at this time, or near this time. I completely last forgot. Week, last week, Friday promised all of you I don't know out there. promised. He did. He I promised all. Uh, I'm going to get, that'll be the new soundbite. That'll be the new soundbite for, to replace Christmas. <laughs> he promised all of you our hundreds and hundreds of listeners, our thousands of listeners, well, our hundreds of listeners, that... This week, he would have a hot take for you. So I am going to have to pick up the reins once again. I'll text him on Thursday and Friday and Saturday of next week to ensure that he has a hot take for next week. I Uh mean, for God's sakes, Stephen A. Smith has a hot take every day. I mean, they write it for him. And Skip Bayless has the same hot take every day. They just copy this. And Shannon Sharp has a hot take once a month. One hot take, Bronny. All right. What do you I'll, have? I'll, what do you got? I'll, I'll come up with something. All right. Here's my hot take. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't want it to happen. I think it's a a, a a strange move all the way around. But my hot take is when we're sitting here six weeks from now, Aaron Rodgers will be a Denver Bronco and Derek Carr will be an Indianapolis Colt. That is my hot take. That's a great hot take. That is my hot take. But it's not true. Aaron Rodgers it won't happen. is going to the Broncos and Derek Carr. Is going to the Colts in return. The Colts will give up draft picks. The 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 uh, Las Vegas Raiders will draft a quarterback, and that's what I think is going to happen. Nope. Why not? So. I don't think so. Aaron Rodgers has already said he's either going to play in Pittsburgh, Denver, or Tennessee. There's no way Tennessee is giving up the draft picks. They already have Ryan Tannehill. There's no way. That oh yeah, they already have Ryan Tannehill. Denver can't do anything. Anything. Uh, to but well, actually, you can flip flop these teams, you know. But I think that the Rodgers is going to end up in in Denver, and uh, Derek Carr is going to end up in Indianapolis. I think it's time for the Broncos to admit that they are never going to find their quarterback through the draft. They're going to have to pony up the draft picks, get Aaron Rodgers, pry him away from the Green Bay Packers, knowing that Peyton Manning did it. That the Denver Broncos have been a destination of choice for people who want to get that Super Bowl at the end of their career. Elway got the quarter the the Super Bowls at the end of his career. And Peyton Manning got the quarterbacks at the end of his career. I'm yawning, Ben. And because Derek Carr. This is a great hot take. Indianapolis has to have a quarterback. They can't go into the season with no quarterback. The only quarterback that's going to be available to them that's is Carson Wentz. Is going to be is going to be Derek Carr. Russell Wilson is not going to Indy. They can't really get a guy in the draft because they did. I mean, they made the playoffs, but you know, I, I don't trust them in the draft, and I don't think they they trust themselves in the draft. That's my hot take. Franny would say. Yeah, no, I I think Las Vegas is building something over there with Carr Are they? at the quarterback. I, I think, you know, obviously, come on. Josh this, McDaniels this great, doesn't want him. Hey, this is Josh great, McDaniels doesn't hey, want him. Hey, this is a great hot take. This is a great hot take, Ben, but I don't believe you at all, actually. Um, but, you know, Derek Carr is going to remain. If these two things happen, I want a 21-year-old bottle of scotch. Okay. If, oh, those, if, those, two things, if those two things happen. If one of them happens, <laughs> you get an uh, you get an eleven year old okay. bottle of scotch. Okay, but a a, a twenty one year old you'll get it because these things will never happen, Ben. Okay, no, Derek Carr is going to remain in Oakland and in, in sorry in Las Vegas, Oakland, L.A., wherever the fuck the Raiders decide to play in the future. But uh, no, I mean Tulsa, I, I, Tulsa, I, the I mean, Tulsa Raiders, I mean, Tulsa. I, hey, if if, <laughs> if 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 the stadium is right, they do have casinos there. Do they really? Yeah. Okay. 
Hey, what's that? What's uh? What's that place in uh in Alabama? Is it in Alabama where they have like the the like oh, the, on the river boats? Like on the coastline? Yeah, yeah, there, like yeah. They have what is what, it Alabama? Mon- or is it Montgomery? Uh, Montgomery might. They probably no, have like it? riverboat casinos. Is it Montgomery? I, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is. But uh, yeah, they decided to play there Hauntsville? too if they had to. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I do expect uh, Derek Carr to remain with the Raiders because the Raiders, they did make the playoffs this year. I, I expect them to build their team around Derek Carr now that he's back to Derek Carr level before he broke his femur. Um, but, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be moving to Denver anytime soon uh, either, year, Ben. It, another month from now. I, I don't think so. Uh, it's not going to happen. He's not going to Denver. If there's any place that he's going to go, it's not going to be Denver. It might be Pittsburgh before Denver. So actually. 21 Balvenie. <laughs> when both of these things happen, I get a bottle of, I get a 21-year-old Balvenie. It's not going to happen. It's when not both of these happen. things happen. There, it, those things are not going to happen. Carson Wentz to the Raiders. Carson Wentz is not going because to Because Josh McDaniels somehow will think he could fix him. Nobody can fix Carson Wentz. Uh, Carson Wentz has to fix Carson Wentz first. He has to see a therapist <laughs> and fix whatever's going on between his ears. Stuart Smalley, I'm good enough. <laughs> I'm smart enough. And by golly, people like And me. even if he goes to therapy, I don't think he's going to fix himself. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. But I, I think, think these two things are going to happen. I think Philadelphia Aaron, fucked him up. I think Aaron Rodgers has got to make a move now. He's gone out too far on a limb with the drama upon drama upon drama. I think he's going to have to pull the trigger on a trade. Get himself out to Denver. Try to push that team over the over the line, uh, potentially to a Super Bowl or at least deep into the playoffs. And Derek Carr's days in Ra- in Raiderland wrong. with Josh McDaniel coming wrong. in are numbered. Wrong. All right. All right, Skip. You're wrong. Wait, are you Shannon? You're Shannon because I, I am. Because this is a more ridiculous. Hot yeah, it, it is. It so is. you have to be the voice of reason. Ban. <laughs> you have to ban. <laughs> you are crazy. <laughs> I am crazy. You are crazy. <laughs> but this, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. No, you're, no, it's not going to happen. They're going to pick up. Okay, okay. How sure? I mean, okay. This is your hot take, but how sure are you really? Eighty percent. Really? Yeah. Really? I think it has to happen. I Aaron Rodgers is, is, is worn out as well. I mean, it's great Bay. for a podcast. It's great for, <laughs> you know, argumentative reasons. But I don't think this is actually going to happen. I think you're just throwing it out there. No, I think it's going to Just so happen. I can argue with you about something. <laughs> I, th- I think it's going to happen. Yeah, no, I don't think so. If Aaron Rodgers worn out his welcome in Green Bay, he walked oh, yeah. off. There's, 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 don't worry. He walked off, you know, essentially not giving a shit at the end of that playoff loss. He's been very lackadaisical about the Packers ever since. I think the Packers are ready to move on from him. And all of the drama that that comes with it, they'll get some draft picks back from Denver. Denver doesn't need their draft picks as Look, much. Look, Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay. He's going to find himself another semi-attractive actress to get engaged to or with. All those Green Bay actresses. Well, I mean, what's her face wasn't from Green Bay, but you know, well, she she wasn't from Green Bay because she wasn't there with him. That's true. He's like, That's you true. can't live with me. Yeah. I mean, you're my fiance, but you cannot live with me for the, for the love of God. I got football all week. I got Pat McAfee on Monday. I have no I have time no for time, you. Babe. I have to talk to this washed up fucking punter at least three times a week. I can't. I don't have time for a wife or a fiance when I got this idiot meathead. I got to talk to twice a week. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, that show is awful. I don't understand how people like it, but yeah. there you go. Yeah. You want to listen to AJ Hawk and Pat McAfee talk? Good for you. That that just tells me that sports. Well, AJ Hawk is the guy smoking a cigar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, I don't mind AJ Hawk. Uh, He's more laid back. He's not as loud and obnoxious. He just kind of sits back and just listens and smokes his cigar. Actually, that's a great job. I yeah. wouldn't mind that, Ben. <laughs> so you can be Pat McAfee. <laughs> no, and I, you I'm can yell that, about I, stuff. I'll just sit here and smoke a cigar and be like, "Yep." I'm just shocked that he played in the NFL that long and knows so little about it. <laughs> that's that's what it's tr- it's true what they say about kickers. They don't. They're not really part of the team. 
Well, unless they have a game-winning field goal. I know. But your shtick is like to wear a tank top inside when it's the middle of winter and look at me. I'm going to st- and I'm going to stand up. Like I'm going to stand up and talk to you. I'm not yeah. even going to sit down. Yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't sit down. No. I-, I won't sit down. I refuse to sit down. I'm not Colin Cowherd. I'm not going to sit up on my Maybe desk. Maybe we should stand up on the podcast. <laughs> Nobody's going to be able to see us. I mean, we can sit- we're standing up right now. Fuck. Nobody and, can see us. Tank tops? And we can, we can uh, get on a treadmill. Oh yeah, we could do it like on a treadmill, like yeah, a, yeah. a, a we work space. Yeah, I th- like a hoteling space, <laughs> or like one of those bouncy balls, like one of those balls instead of like a chair. It's like one of those oh, like yeah, inflatable balls. I just sit on my. Actually, that'd be balls. really good for our core. Yeah, maybe we should do that. That's true. Then we could look like Pat McAfee. Well, no, I already no, look no. like I, I already look like Pat McAfee. You have you have a six pack still, so you're not quite uh, all the way. It's to there. That. It's still there. It's kind of fading. It's still there. I don't want to lose it. But you know, judge a person by who they you know chooses their friends, and Aaron Rodgers has chosen Pat McAfee. So that should tell you all you need to know about Aaron Rodgers. Even after we know, lost all our Pat McAfee listeners. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, good. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, they, they don't listen to anybody else. That's sorry. Like we listen to Pat McAfee. He is Lord Savior <laughs> McAfee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever he says is true. Yeah, I mean, somehow he able he's able to get Aaron Rodgers and all his drama on his show every week. Yeah, I I would love. I blame, who do you, who are you going to blame this week, Aaron? Whose fault is it? I this would week? love to have Aaron Rodgers on the show. By the way. Uh, yeah, sure. Come on. Yeah. I mean, if you could blame everybody. No, like the three guys I love telling the show are Aaron Rodgers, Charles Barkley, and Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. I would love to have those Aaron three Rogers, guys. But the other two, yeah. And you know what? Troy Aikman. Let's throw Troy Aikman in there, too. I, I'd I, like I, to get... Yeah, I, I would like to have Troy. I wouldn't mind having... I'd like to have Terry Bradshaw on the show. Okay, yeah. Terry Bradshaw would also be another fun character. Uh, I mean, of course, I want to have Antonio Brown on the show. Um, <laughs> you just get, you can't say no. You I gotta I, have. If he was on the show, I would. Brown on the show. I would. I would not even say anything if he was on the show. I'd be like, yikes. Yeah, just have him on the show. You just talk, just for entertainment value. You just talk, Antonio, for about ten minutes. Let us know how you feel. You just tell us, yeah, because because Antonio Brown and Aaron Rodgers, this, the, because nothing they've ever done in their life that didn't go well was was their fault. So those two would be like the perfect guests on the same show. They could just blame everybody else for everything. And Rob Gronkowski. Yes. Yeah. We get, so yeah, he would be in the good like people we actually want to interview category. Aaron Rodgers and Antonio Brown would be in the what a train wreck. Category. I wouldn't want them on the show. What's that? Aaron. I mean, okay. Aaron Rodgers, maybe. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, maybe. Yes. I would because I love him. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, okay. But even. I I don't know. Now I'm I'm not so sure about Aaron Rodgers. Now after after, after you said that, I'm like I'm not sure. <laughs> If I want us to his, his stick up. Because he doesn't too. answer the question. Yeah, yeah. He just you know told, he's like a politician. I want him, but now I don't want him. He is. He's like a politician. Yeah. He never, even when he's on Pat McAfee, there's no, there's, it's all like thought through and he thinks he's, he's too clever or he thinks he's clever, but he's yeah, okay, not really maybe being not clever. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but like Barkley just speaks his piece. Yeah. O'Neill speaks his piece. Yeah. You know, I think Bradshaw would speak his piece. I think Antonio Brown, for all his flaws, would speak his piece. Actually would. <laughs> it, would it would yeah. be nonsensical, but it would be honest. <laughs> Uh, but Aaron Rodgers is—he's going to be—he's just going to end by putting it like, "I am not a crook." <laughs> you know, like, vote for me. <laughs> I love Green Bay. He'll run for a politician. <laughs> He'll be a politician one day. He's already got the shtick down. He can talk for an hour and say nothing. Uh, all right, Freddy, that's it. I know he could—he 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 could answer a question without answering a question. Yeah, he's like Pat. Let's just talk. Let's just, <laughs> let's just talk about. Brian Gutenkirsten and how terrible he is at his job and how awesome I am at my job. But he's not so bad himself. And how I've tried and how I've tried low these many years to win a Super Bowl, but they just never gave me the opportunity that I think I deserve. 
I mean, I, I want all the money. Oh, there's no water on the table. I, I want water. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I knew okay. I forgot something. Ah, something. I knew I forgot something. Uh, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, is our feel-good story. And I saw Frank Reich on there, Ben. Oh, yeah. This will give you, a, if you want to run in the house and get uh, get some water while I read this. Oh, yeah, it'll yeah, probably, yeah. It'll, well, you got to hear the music first. Okay. You got to hear the music first, then you can go. All right, all right. Uh, grab all some right. water as I read this. Uh, let's see. There we go. There it is. Uh, no, but I want to hear the story now because I like Frank Reich. This week, it's Frank Reich of the Indianapolis Colt, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl fame, a year after he became coach or head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, Reich and his wife, Linda, formed a K-Not today, a nonprofit that works to prevent child sexual abuse and exploitation. Their foundation is among five organizations working together at the Super Bowl or did work together uh, at this year's Super Bowl to combat sex trafficking, which is often heightened around major events. This is one of the most horrific crimes, Reich said on the AP football on the AP Pro Football podcast. Children who are actually looking to adults to protect them and nurture them and help them grow into live, mature, holistic lives as the are the actual ones who adults are using that trust the children, placing them and and then exploiting them and abusing them for their own good. It doesn't get any worse than that. Former Dodgers general manager Kevin Malone formed the Alliance Against Human Trafficking and Exploitation, consisting of KNOT today and four other groups with support of the NFL and the Los Angeles Super Bowl host committee. The goal is to disrupt the illicit operations and assist victims. We have a real problem in America with our children being under attack, under attack, being targeted by predators, and it's scary, said Malone, co-founder and CEO of the U.S. Institute Against Human Trafficking. It's evil, and people just aren't talking enough about it. Reich and his wife, along with daughter Leah, are working to not only raise more awareness and help bring prevention, but their foundation also focuses on aiding victims in the area of mental health. We're doing everything we can to prevent this from happening, but the reality is it's still going on and in crazy numbers, Reich said. There's a lot of people who are needing help. Even when a child is restored, when they're rescued, there's a lifelong battle to get back to full mental health. The Colts offer offer through Ursay's family's Kicking the Stigma Initiative, which raises awareness about mental health disorders. It's such a blessing for us to be connected with them right now, Reich said. It's everywhere. It knows no boundaries, Reich said. We all know the international things that we've seen in the movies, and we've seen the statistics and the clips, which keep us up at night. But there's equally bad stuff going on in neighborhoods that are right here near us in the United States, in cities, in smaller trafficking rings of children being sexually abused and sexually exploited in horrific ways. That's what we have found out more than anything. So we're really taking a multi-level approach. It's grassroots, boots on the ground, in these small communities making a difference, but also using the NFL platform to have a major impact on on a national and international level. Friday, what say you? No, I mean, this is actually great. I didn't, this is a, a, no, like, I mean, this is, this the most is, profound feel-good story so far. Actually, yeah, it is. I mean, this is uh, something that's not talked about enough uh, in, in the media. And uh, this is something that uh, we do have to get under control, and we don't put enough money into this. Um, I mean, a lot of a lot of this stuff is going on, and we don't hear about it. I mean, obviously, you're hearing about it right now, um, but you know, the, the media never. I mean, they turn a blind eye to this sort of thing. I mean, we know what's even going when it's on, happening here. Even when it's happening here, I mean, it's happening all over the world, and it's really sad. And it's something that does really piss me off. I mean, because there are a lot of children out there that are are exploited in these ways. And, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of people in high places that take advantage of children. And that's probably why you don't hear about it in the media, because 
they sort of controlled media as well. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, well, I don't, I don't, there's I don't also wanna, been some media personalities that have been caught exactly with young children. Exactly. Um, and, and it just—I mean, this is this is like the most Frank Frank Reich of Frank Reich things to do. Uh, rather than donating, not that these are not that these should be, um, uh, underplayed. But it, I mean, it, it's not taking a checkbook out and writing, you know, a check for a food bank or for a shelter or something. Not not that those things should be understated. Uh, but this is like a, a legitimate long-term effort that him and his family are involved in to try to prevent both human trafficking and try to restore the lives of people who have been trafficked, especially these kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens here in, the, in cities in the United States, in small communities. We know what happens around the world. And it, it's just, it's shocking, as Franny said, that in 2022, not to bring everybody down, but that we are actively engaged as, as a species in taking children and providing them to adults to be abused sexually. It just mm-hmm. blows my mind that that there aren't you know videos on twitter and instagram of of grown adult men hanging from well and probably some women too but mostly men you know hanging from trees by their toenails when they find out that this is happening yeah whatever because happened to, what happened to is... Gisley Maxwell what, <laughs> yeah. whatever happened to Gisley Maxwell no no mention of that in the media well at least i mean it was mentioned but like sort of here and there like sort of in the background like oh yeah Gisley Maxwell yeah she was part of that ring yeah nobody really heard about that yeah, I mean, what, the, what does that. the prison guard say to Ghislaine Maxwell at night? Or what, it, you know, uh, the, the Ghislaine Maxwell tells the prison guard, well, I'll see you in the morning, and the prison guard says, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, a lot a lot of high-profile names that are, in, well, uh, allegedly involved in this sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely not a spotlight like there should be on, you know, sex trafficking for for young women and young boys in the world, I mean, no nobody really talks about it. It's kind of swept under the rug, and 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 you know, I'm glad that Frank Reich is taking a stand against that sort of thing. And this is actually a great uh, a great feel good story, Ben. I mean, it's it's it, you know, not a lot of people talk about this, but we are, you know. Yeah, I mean, and it's just, I mean, to me, it's just mind bogglingly shocking. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I played a lottery every couple of weeks, and if I, you know, if I hit the Powerball, like the the, the literal last thing on my mind that I would want to do with that money is buy a child. <laughs> like, like, wh- like, what is in the heads of the people that are even engage in this behavior? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't even, there... I, I can't even wrap my mind around the evilness that has to go on in in your in your and to know that there are people that do this together. Mm-hmm. Like they they know they're doing it together or they're arranging it with another, and they don't have any shame in arranging it. You know, what was it like three years ago? We had the Bob Craft story, you know, out of like uh, orchids yeah, of Asia yeah, yeah. down mm-hmm. in Florida with grown adult women engaged in whatever you for, for whatever, however you feel about it, like an adult, like a transaction. Yeah. Uh, no violence as far as we know. Uh, but just the, the idea that this is happening and, and it's not a bigger story. As mm-hmm. Franny said, even even the Epstein Maxwell thing was sort of like. Front page news and it's sort of gone. Well, it wasn't really front page news. Yeah, like I mean, it, well, I guess it was for like a split second, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's it it doesn't get enough notoriety, you know, around the globe uh, because it's happening all over the place and it's and it's not, you know, the um, you know the middle class or the low class folks that are doing this thing. It's it's the people that are in high positions that have enough money to you know pay for these disgusting acts. And, uh, you know, there, there's not enough being done around the world to stop this sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, even though we could, there's just nobody's really standing up for it. And, you know, it's great that Frank Reich is taking a stand. Yeah, for sure. So kudos to Frank Reich and everyone else that's working on this effort. And if you, you know, 
are looking for something to to do, a, a place to donate, look at look at these foundations. Uh, there'll be a link on Twitter to the story that'll give you the names of the foundations. If that's something you'd be interested in, either volunteering or donating, it's it's a huge story, and I was shocked when I read it. Uh, not shocked that he's doing it, but shocked that it's still happening to this degree. Mm-hmm. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? All right, moving on from uh, child sex trafficking, Ben. <laughs> I know, I was like, and now, shots, shots, no. shots, shots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving on to the drinking portion of the show now. Ben, <laughs> thank you. Well, I saw for, the story and I was like, I can't not bring this I mean, up look, because it's, it's such it's, an amazing. But I think that's part of the reason people don't talk about it is because it's, because it is sort of a, a depressing topic that nobody really wants to talk about, and so they kind of push it under the rug and nobody really deals with it. But it should be brought to the surface, and more people should talk about it because they're kids. But you know, our show that we had lined up, uh, <laughs> our shots line up next. <laughs> Uh, so Ben, it is our drinking portion of the show, uh, and it is our <laughs> root canal shot. <laughs> it's our root canal shot, Ben, and this was concocted with a little bit of butterscotch liqueur. Uh, it was a an apple uh, liqueur as well, but it looked very fancy on the shelf. And I bought this yeah. last week to put a shot together, Ooh, but you had a uh, 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 no, my sister actually came up with a good idea for another shot, so I went with that shot instead. But I wanted to use this shot or this liqueur last week, but I'm using it this week. So we got a little bit about butterscotch liqueur, a little bit of the apple liqueur, and we also have a little bit of uh, cake flavored vodka Ooh, as pinnacle. well, Ben. I guess, uh, this, this, I mean, it's called the root canal shot because I'm sure there's a lot of sugar in that shot. But it was my birthday uh, on Monday, and your uh, your wife's birthday is coming up pretty soon as yeah. well, Ben. So a little bit of uh, that, uh, you know, cake vodka coming into play. I'm sure it'll probably come into play, uh, you know, in a few weeks too, when when it's actually your wife's yeah. birthday. But and, you know, and National Dentist Day, National Dentist 6th. Day. I mean, everybody. I mean, what did you do to uh, to celebrate National Dentist Day, Ben? Uh, well, I mean, we rented out a catamaran, uh-huh. and uh, everybody does. We, we I mean, sailed. Uh, yeah. We sailed there's, to there's, uh, actually caramel. That's running down except I put it on the on the rim of the glass it's kind of running down and so you can probably lick your uh um, <laughs> I thought it was cold enough tonight where it would sort of co- coagulate and just like stay at the top of the uh glass but it didn't that I blew earlier uh tonight, tonight. yes I I, <laughs> I blew these glasses I blew man. these glasses they're very happy most but, search for uh, <laughs> but yeah you rented out a catamaran yeah we rented out a, a catamaran and we actually we sailed out to Catalina from there we got on a full with one, your dentist, yeah, with our dentist with yeah, a yeah. 150 foot uh-huh. sailboat that yeah. we then took from Catalina all the way around the Horn of South America to of the Africa east, to, or South <laughs> South America. No, because the Horn of Africa is a no, thing, but they, the Horn is, of South America, the, I've the never tip heard of, of South, is that you, a new one? What do you call it? The tip. I don't know what it's called, but the Horn of South Africa. I took it. Well, I figured it was. They're both. Is it the Horn? Now, now, you're, now I'm mixed up. I don't even. know. Well, they're know. similarly shaped. Yeah, right? I guess so. I mean, it's a little bit sharper actually on the South American. All right, the knife's edge. Coast. So we, yeah, yeah knife's edge of Argentina. Knife's edge of, of South America, all uh-huh. the way around to the East Coast, uh-huh. to the American Dental Association headquarters on the East Coast of the United States. We then had hundreds of people <laughs> that got flags with teeth on them, and then we marched through the streets of Boston and New York City uh-huh. to find the American Dental Association headquarters where we donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to their cause no because we, 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 this is we really— This should be a feel-good we story feel how, we, right we feel here. It, 
Uh, no one loves them. Yeah, the where's drilling, that feel-good music story? The drilling, the, the sh- feel-good music uh, <laughs> intro right the there. The drilling, the, the shots. There it is. Nobody likes going to the dentist, so we just Never. wanted to gather hundreds of thousands of people and hundreds of thousands of dollars to donate to one of the most uh, underappreciated professions in the United States and in the world. Uh, it, it, we, we lost some folks to scurvy as we rounded right. Argentina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some we had some passion for Hey, but those IPAs they stayed yeah, fresh. They stayed that's, fresh. That's why they were created. But what they don't tell you uh-huh. is that a fresh squeezed IPA uh-huh. doesn't actually have any citrus in it. Yeah. So as we lost the first few men and women that we had to throw overboard uh-huh. to scurvy. You mean you didn't, eat, you didn't eat them? We didn't eat them. No, okay. Because uh, it gets pretty cold on the horn of South uh, America. Of South America, yeah. it does. Uh, so we were able to get some fruit, but it, it, it we didn't it get it. It could be the horn. I, now I'm not even entirely sure, actually. Not now. Like, I'm usually pretty good with my geography, but now I'm I'm like, hmm, you know what? They're both pretty similarly shaped. But yeah. luckily, we ran across some pirates uh-huh. as we rounded the, the, the knife's edge of uh-huh. South America. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, they were about to kill us. They were about right. to kill all of us, uh, but their uh, teeth were bad. But they asked us what we were, where we were going, uh-huh. and when we told them we were going to the American Dental Association, they completely changed their tune. They got on board. Mm-hmm. They followed us no because they way. all needed work on their teeth. Uh-huh. You know, because they said they said I'm the captain. <laughs> this now. is an amazing fucking story. First he said I'm the captain now, and then he said no, I need a root canal. <laughs> Did he now. go with his eyes <laughs> with like his that? Eyes. I, yeah, okay. Uh, Captain Phillips wasn't on the boat. Oh, uh, no, yeah, thank uh, but, God. But they actually followed us all the way up to the East Coast, uh-huh. where in return for the hundreds of thousands of dollars in donations and all the outpouring of love, they agreed to fix all of the pirates' teeth. Oh, my God. So the flag And they that gave they us have, their fruit, so the, the rest of the crew was able to live. Did they paint nicely fresh, like, uh, teeth on their flag? They on did. their, like, skull they and bones flag? Thank, yeah. Thank God. Yeah, actually, one of the skull and bones flags now yeah. has a cap. No way. On one side and has a crown on the other. Yeah, and braces. And braces. Oh. For the kids. Only you know for the what? kids. God bless you, Ben. <laughs> it, was, for, it was a long trip. For making up that story, first of all. Um, <laughs> but but I mean, we were going to lose our whole crew if they hadn't you know, given us their apples. Yeah, yeah. Their I apples was, I and was their wondering citrus. why you were gone this entire week. I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was for different reasons. I thought maybe we were just busy at work, but I mean, you you sailed around the the knife's edge <laughs> of uh the Patagonias in Argentina <laughs> and you know, pretty close to uh Antarctica, but man, bring, what a trip. Bring citrus with you. What a fucking That's trip. That's my uh, advice. Yeah. You're not always going to run into pirates. Yeah. That are going to I wish you. I had the gift of gab that you had been. In, in return for uh <laughs> in return for uh uh, dental treatment. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, not a lot of dentists on the high seas. No, we, we might need dentists after taking this shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a long way of saying, what's in the shot <laughs> again, Friday? It is butterscotch, Ben. Uh, it is a little bit of that. I can't, I don't know the name of the uh, apple liqueur, but it is a fancy looking bottle in the apple liqueur. And then also a little bit of cake vodka, pinnacle cake Ooh. vodka to be exact, Ben. So let us know once again what you did on your... <laughs> no, so... But the American <laughs> Dental Association, underappreciated group of people... I don't, I don't, uh, wait, there you are. Cheers to you, Ben. I don't I don't, uh, I don't appreciate the dentist ever, which is... Uh, I should go more often, but I don't because I'm terrified of going Everyone to the dentist. Everyone is. Everybody is, but... And it's you know, hard to find a good one. God bless them, and we'll be going yes. after the shot. Exactly. Yes. Let's this is uh, this This is exactly why I made the shot for... <laughs> For your trip, that uh, it was it, it, it was it, harrowing. No, it was it was definitely harrowing. My and, skin and is almost back to normal. If if you <laughs> if you paid attention, uh, you know, to whatever NBC News uh, or or Fox or CNN, you would have seen Ben. It was it was live streamed, yeah, of course, the entire trip. Um, you know, it it was it was an old rickety uh, wooden boats 
with sales. Of course. Yeah. I mean, because that's how you know we wanted to we yeah, wanted to appreciate how far we've come mm-hmm. in dentistry since that actually you know since what? That dentistry has not come that far since I was born. <laughs> that's true. I mean but a long, I've been a long around. way since the since the wooden ships. Yeah. Uh I'm still not sure that they've come that far. <laughs> I mean I'm I'm actually pissed off that dentistry hasn't come further than what it is right now because you still have to drill into a fucking tooth. Get some lasers. Yeah, and, and laser my fucking teeth. <laughs> I'm serious. Teeth. I'm serious. I mean, like, like you know, laser like, no, no. In, in the hospital, in the hospital, you know, they you, they have some crazy ass surgeries that they can do now with like barely entering your those little, little robot hands and everything, and they can laser off you know portions of your uh, or you know your, your cataracts or whatever. I mean, the lasers can do some crazy shit, but for some reason in dentistry, it's like you know what? Fuck it, metal to the teeth. I don't give a <laughs> shit how much how much pain you feel. Like, I'm not even trying to make this pleasurable to you or easy on you. I'm going to inflict as much pain as I possibly can on your fucking mouth, and you're going to deal with it, bitch. Yeah, and a better topical anesthetic would be good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't so want that any the shot needles. doesn't hurt. Yeah, exactly. It, that's what I'm talking about. So you're saying that the, the ship, we should have had demands. Exactly. I think so. I think so. But once, Dent- you know, but once the pirates, a- we promised the pirates dental care, it would have been hard to insult Yeah, I them. know. I know. And, you know, and that, yeah, that's true. So I, well, I apologize yeah. to everyone that doesn't get lasers on Cheers. their teeth. There should there should be there should be yeah. something like Austin with Powers. What was it like? Sharks with laser beams? No, nope, like look if you have cavities, laser that shit out. Laser that shit. Yeah. No, nope, I'm serious. And then fill it with lasers. No, because like you know you just just uh, there you know different um, uh, like I don't know uh, laser <laughs> different laser. No, I'm saying like they have like uh, a different laser, like a stronger laser, like a weaker laser. That's I mean, true. Like, they can do it. They can fucking do it. I don't know. I agree. Yeah. I mean, if they can do it in Look Star the Wars, they can do it on my team. Exactly. All right, let's do the cheers. Shot. Cheers, we're gonna, ben. All right. Yeah. One more. One more. One more cheers. One more it's clink. not really making much of a clink because of all this syrup that's dripped down the glass. Let's do there. it. There. Cheers. <sighs> wow. Oh, that tasted like a hard candy. That was actually pretty damn good. I actually did sort of taste. Tastes like everybody's grandmother's house. Like a light caramel apple. Yeah, tastes like a tastes like. That's a why I added a little bit of butterscotch in there, Ben. Tastes like a a a, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant grandmother's house on the East Coast candy bowl. <laughs> actually, did, but it was delicious. <laughs> it was I was gonna like, say, like, I don't know if Croatians have uh, butterscotch candies at their grandmother's. I don't house. think they would. Like they butter. do on There's the no East butterscotch. Coast. <laughs> no, no. In in uh, in Croatia, it's. Uh, what kind of candies do they have like over sort there? Sort of a typical no, they have like, uh, Western European grandmother's house. I think it's kikiriki. <laughs> what does it taste like? It's like, like uh, it's it's like a, a poor man's uh, Starburst. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have uh, on the East Coast. You have a lot of hard I candies: Werthers and butterscotch. And butterscotch yeah. is actually very underrated. You told me you don't like butterscotch. That's why I didn't add too much butterscotch to this. I don't love it, but then I had a, a butterscotch candy the other day because it was like uh, I think it might have been from the dry cleaners. Oh, we, we from... share the dry cleaner, uh, and it was in that bowl, and I was like, "Huh, you know what? I think I'm gonna take this butterscotch." Yeah, but but if there's any listeners out here in the valley, in Cal, in, uh, in San Fernando in, Valley, in, in California, San Fernando valley. well, I don't think there's any. Like when you say valley, I'm sure there's not too many other valleys. <laughs> the valley there. of the sun. Okay, we're not in Arizona. I'm pretty sure people know that we're not gonna be <laughs> the talking Hudson Valley in New York. <laughs> yeah, okay, the valley. <laughs> you know, people know Valley Girls, and they know the accent and everything. Um, but you know, we have to make a shout out to, to, uh, look at my, <laughs> the paper is stuck to me because of the caramel. Um, but 
Chatsworth Cleaners Bin. Uh, Matt Mason Cleaners. Mason Cleaners Bin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Chatsworth. Mason Cleaners and Chatsworth. That dude, stand-up yeah. guy. Very good cleaning. Yeah, service. yeah. Very good cleaning service and alterations and, as well. And he deserves a shout out. Yeah, that dude's for sure. A stand-up dude. They do a great yeah. job up there yeah. on Devonshire in uh, in Chatsworth, California. If you're a LA listener, Mason Devonshire, get your clothes out there yeah. as quickly as you can. If you're in East LA, who gives a fuck? Just yeah. drive out. <laughs> if you're in Santa Monica, drive up there. You know who gives a shit. If you're in San Pedro, get up there. You know what? Just take the if hour. If you're drive. in San Diego, get up there. <laughs> Maybe not San Diego. <laughs> if you're in... Hey, but seriously though, if you're in Phoenix, they do an excellent job. Excellent job, Ben. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And they're butterscotch candies. Apparently, and I was like, you know what? This isn't as bad as I remember. Uh, all right, Freddy. How are you going to rank that shot? The the root canal. You know what? Though? I would I would give that a nine. Actually, um. I think it would have tasted better with a little bit more butterscotch, but I was kind of nervous how you would react to that, Ben, because you told me. I thought I didn't uh, like it, but then know, again, you tried Months something... back, you're like, I don't like butterscotch. I think I think And you said years, it like that. I think you 20... said it like that. I don't like butterscotch. I don't like it. <laughs> Yo, bro, I don't like butterscotch. But I think after 20 years of not having butterscotch, I was like, you know what? I kind of like this. Because there's originals. Because uh, Werther's are probably better than butterscotch. Uh, but I, but, I, but I've... I'm shocked that I didn't that I liked it more than I expected. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Because I always used to dread I'm dread it because I'm like, oh, this is the best you got, butterscotch. Mm. Like you don't got some cake or some chocolate, you know, like some Skittles or something up in this place. Uh, but it would typically was like, you know, butterscotch or some other or so sour favorite? or like a round sour what's or your hard favorite candy. Sticky candy. Like not chocolate, just like straight up high fructose corn syrup type of candy. Skittles. Yeah, I'd have to say Skittles also. Skittles. I love some Skittles. I'll, I'll, I'll tear the roof of my mouth up eating a whole bag of those things. <laughs> no, but Skittles care. sours. Have you tried uh, Skittles I sours? Like the regular. Well, now, I if you're talking say that. about if you're talking about tearing up your mouth, yeah. that shit will tear it up. Search for the most. Search for the most <laughs> in Delaware <laughs> on the on the Horn of South America. <laughs> It'll tear up your mouth. I mean that stuff. Like you, you like. Like your mouth hurts because of what, like the granules that they use, whatever it is to make it sour, and like the top of your mouth will hurt. But yeah, like God, uh, it's raw. I'm going to the fucking dentist after this. My raw, my mouth because is we raw raised after all this. these millions of dollars for yeah. them. But yeah, it it hurts. But man, those are fucking good. Yes, they are. Actually, they are. I mean, and you mix them with the regular Skittles. No, just just sour. Now you got to mix because you together. get the sweet and the sour. Oh, those are good. Sour Patch Kids. Eh, mm. Too sour. No. And a whatchamacallit. I like a whatchamacallit. I don't like whatchamacallits. And, and you know, I like, and I, like a, uh, like a, I like a baby Ruth. Yeah, but that's already chocolate. I like... Uh, <laughs> ooh, I like Fun Dip. That is like... Hmm. Oh, yeah. You're dipping sugar, a stick made of sugar into, into more flavored sugar. sugar. Ma- more sugar, yeah. I, never, I was never a big fan of and that. And Pixie Sticks. Never a big fan of that. What about like a chocolate bar? Whatchamacallit. What should we call it? Yeah, no. Or Hershey almond. Nah. Have you tried Nutrageous? I have not. You have to try Nutrageous. <laughs> Search for Search for most on Jelaine <laughs> Maxwell's voicemail. That's Nutrageouses are good, Ben. I'm All gonna right. get you a Nutrageous next time All I go right. over. You well, you'll have there. a hot take and a Nutrageous. Uh, exactly. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you'll love it. The hot take's gonna be Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles next year. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Take Deshaun Watson. The following season, we traded all three draft picks. Yeah, as you should. First round. All right, Friday. That's oh, I'm going to give it an eight. I'm going to give it an eight because really? it is it's sweet. I it you know I, it's hard for me to go to a ten unless it's got some spice. I should have dropped a few drops of Cholula in there. 
Yeah, uh, you, you can't go wrong. No, yeah, you can. With that shot, that would have been wrong. Uh, or put up, drop a jalapeno in there. You know what? Next week, we're going spicy, Ben. We're going spicy. I am going to use some of the ghost peppers that I think I have from that kit that you got me. I think we did All that right. once already. Actually. We did. Uh, actually, I should probably try to the make The last some... Steelers win, <clears throat> which was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> no, no. They, 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 uh, they won the last season. They, actually, I think we... Uh, Last game of the season. They beat the Chiefs in the playoffs, no? Yeah, no. <laughs> Not for a while. No. <laughs> Not since the 70s. <laughs> well, good luck finding a new quarterback, Ben. Uh, well, Russell Wilson. Stay with Easy Seattle. peasy, baby. Stay in with Seattle. Easy peasy. Stay in with Seattle. Easy peasy. <laughs> Easy peasy. We got Wrong. nobody. We didn't even sell out all our games this year. We need a quarterback. Really? Yeah. Oh, Heinz Field had empty seats this year. Wow. Because we were that bad. You you made the playoffs. It would be, as That's a, disappointing. No, we didn't. It was a seven seed. It'd be like if the ninth seed made it That's in the eight, NBA. You'd be like, well, we made the playoffs. Disappointing, Ben. That's, That's disappointing for for Pittsburgh fans to do uh, that to the team. Was pretty bad, and it was Ben Roethlisberger's last season, which is even more disappointing. Because sure you should go, you should show up regardless. Pretty sure Lincoln Financial Field was full. Yeah, I should definitely have been in Pittsburgh because if if you don't show up for a home game in Ben Roethlisberger's last season, you're fucked up, at mm-hmm. Pittsburgh fans. Uh-huh. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, we have our beverage of the week. It was a birthday gift to me, Ben. I'm getting older. Oh, Lord. Unfortunately. <laughs> I still look young, you're right? Catching, you're ca- yeah, you still, still look I still look young. sort of young. Yeah, you sound- I look younger than my age, right? I look like I'm at least 37. Yeah, and you sound young. I sound... I have a nice voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, there are two things I have, Ben. I have a nice voice and I have nice eyes. Beyond that, not so much going for me. Friday loves himself. <laughs> Is that what you... That's the sound uh, Friday makes. Uh, crispiness. Crispiness right there, Ben. That's the sound he makes. Before, like, ooh, I hurt myself. <laughs> That's what I sound like. I sound like Aaron Rodgers right now. Uh, but we have from... Distilled in Texas, Ben, Yellow Rose Distilling Premium American Whiskey, 40% alcohol. I'm sure you have some information for us. I do indeed, Franny. This is a beautiful, beautiful American gin, allegedly. This is the Premium American Yellow Rose American Whiskey. The perfect mix of Southern charm and rustic cowboy style has plenty of heart. Fuller in flavor than typical Canadian blends due to higher bourbon content, it's smooth and slightly sweet. A worthy addition to any top shelf in Texas or around the world. The flavor profile, light aroma, fruity banana with caramel. The palate is sweet with banana and a medium finish. I uh, won some awards, Ronnie. 2016, it won an award. 2013, it won an award. Wait, 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 wait. In that 2016 award, there's like three out of five stars. I don't know if you should be advertising <laughs> three out of five stars. Like if 60%, you, man. It's a deep that's, passing. I mean, it's, it's passing, but that's not that's not a reigning endorsement of your product. <laughs> that's true. I don't know how they got Like, that. I would not even post that. I'd be like, you know, you know what? Fuck you guys. This is not going on our website. That's true. Where are they? They are in uh, North... Post Oak Sweet 100 in Houston. Oh, Houston, Texas. I don't know why they mentioned Canada here in this. Yeah, I don't know uh, why. Is that like a slap at Canada? Plenty of hard fuller flavor than typical Canadian ones? Or is it in, or is it trying to compete with the fuller Canadian flavor than typical Canadian blends, eh? And I'm not sure, eh, why you'd want to compete with a Canadian whiskey. I don't whiskey, know why eh? you want to. It's Crown Royal and then 100 really <laughs> shitty whiskeys, eh? Actually, we haven't had Crown Royal on the show. Maybe I should get... 
That's actually one we should try because Crown Royal isn't is that like, their only whiskey that, that no they that, have a lot actually actually there's a Canadian whiskey shelf at Total Wine there but is but I never go there and it's literally the most expensive bottle there is like fourteen dollars and that's for a, a, a fifteen hundred milliliter that's a fourteen hundred fourteen ninety nine fourteen ninety nine and it comes in a velvet purse <laughs> seven and seven uh yeah I think it's Crown Royal and then a bunch of crap. Is that pretty much what you would? Yeah, that's describe? exactly why I don't go to the Irish portion. <laughs> hey, I don't get any. I'm sure there hey. are better Irish whiskeys than Canadian whiskeys. Probably, what, it's probably. Like, it's like Seagram Seven, Canadian Club, Crown Royal, obviously. <laughs> Canadian Club. <laughs> uh, but but that's the, like a club in Canada, like in <laughs> like in Toronto. <laughs> hey, Canadian Club. Eh? <laughs> where are we going tonight? <laughs> or go to the club Canadian. We just lost all of our listeners from Canada. <laughs> no. Like, fuck these but guys. But they, they know the whiskey's bad. Yukon Jack is another Canadian I've, whiskey. I've never tried Yukon Jack. I didn't know it existed. It's not great. Uh, yeah, the Seagram 7, Yukon. But there, there, there's a bunch. I of, didn't know Seagram's was uh, Canadian. Yeah, Seagram 7 is Canadian. Really? Okay. Um, But most of the whiskeys from, I mean, I, I've, I've, because I've gone to the whiskey section, uh, the Irish whiskey section. And the Canadian whiskey section, many times. Well, the Irish whiskey section is 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 larger. Yeah. You know, uh, they have um like like two portions of like the that whole yeah like an eight aisle, foot, like an eight foot section. yeah whatever section it is. Whereas the Canadians Those only shelves have are one. four feet wide. From the my... the Canadians only have one. Yeah, and it's way in the back. A. It's like next to the mixers. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally next to the mixers. It's like tonic water, secret seven. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, it. But yeah, and I've gone to those sections many times, hoping to come. Back with a find that we could taste on the podcast. We're like, ha, this is the one that Friday's gonna like. And I've gone out of there empty handed every time. (laughs) I keep going to the Canadian whiskey section and the Irish whiskey section, hoping (laughs) to find something that I haven't seen before. Yeah, I know. I mean, the Rise and the Canadian like whiskey section right next to each other. Like, I never go beyond the Rise. Like, I I stop at the Rye. I bet you there's a a decent Irish whiskey. There's gotta be one. I'm sure there's a decent Canadian one too. Crown Royal is as good as it gets, I think. And that's not that good. You know what? We'll have to try that eventually on the show and just like sip it blindly. That's a whiskey, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's got, I mean, that's the one that's got the most sort of marketing and yeah, probably. sort of commercial appeal, right? Mm, yeah. That's the mm. only one. I didn't even know it was made. In, I was like, oh, see, they have one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, they got Crown Royal. They got one. Give it to me. You know, Royal Canadian uh, Mounted Whiskey Police. All right, Friday, you want to give this a day? That's a good one. <laughs> that's their best one, actually. All right, cheers to you, Ben. All right, let me see what we got. What's here. That, what's, what? Wait, did we go over the flavor? Did we go over the flavor profile? Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We got on the nose. It's like, hey, we're better than the Canadians. Light aroma, fruit. <laughs> yeah, we're better than Canada. Uh, light aroma, fruity banana with caramel. The palate sweet with banana, and the finish is a medium finish. I'm not sure what a, what they mean by medium finish. Slight burn, maybe. And yeah, we have. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess we got the we have the banjo, but we don't really have a good uh, good uh, music for this one. I can play the. Well, I like the EDM identity right there, Ben. That's, that's pretty cool, right there. So that's that's one of the uh, the bumpers right there. This is good for that's good for Texas right there. This this really reminds me of Texas. <laughs> All right, and cheers to you, Ben. <laughs> you know they play that in Texas. <laughs> All right, maybe in Austin. Cheers to you. I'm sure they do have a an EDM festival in in Austin. Cheers to you. I think in Dallas. I think that's where uh, 
Ezekiel Elliott was following people around the parking lot. <laughs> he wasn't really harassing anybody. He just wanted to find someone else that liked EDM. Yeah. He, it was, hey. He found one and he went. Hey, you. <laughs> do you like EDM? Like, no, fuck you. Banjo music. Come talk to me when you get a touchdown. <laughs> well, it's very sweet. I mean, sweet on the nose. Nobody appreciates my blocking. Why don't you appreciate my blocking? It's 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 corny. There's a lot of corn, a lot of sweetness. I get sweetness. I do get a little bit of a caramel on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the corn. I get a not little a bit strong, of like a cakey sort of yeah, nose. Bit, not like a little a strong, bit of a cake nose. Not a very strong nose. Even if you mix it around the glass, there's not much going on there. But you know, I appreciate a lot of sugar though. I appreciate the gift. Though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get a lot of sugar. I get a lot of sweetness coming through. <laughs> You get the sweetness? I get the sweet. It's very sweet. It actually smells really sweet. Oh, it's cold out here. My nose is kind of frozen. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, look who's talking. <laughs> Your puffer jacket's thicker than mine. Yeah, but yours is from Costco, so. <laughs> yeah, must be good. <laughs> it must be Kirkland good. signature. <laughs> it must be good. <laughs> it's, it's Ford Eddie Bauer edition. <laughs> Ford Bronco, Eddie Bauer edition. Is that OJ? No, that's just Friday with his buffer jacket. That's just me, guys. Don't chase me. Who's driving? Is that Al Cal? No, that's not. That's Friday. That's Friday driving that Bronco with his Eddie Bauer edition puffer. I'm sure you remember where you were when that was going on. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. do, That was in Albany. All right. Well, cheers, Ben. Let's see how this tastes. Thank you once again, uh, Emily, for the gift. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you very much. <sighs> Tastes like something OJ would drink. <clears throat> I see what they say about the medium finish. Kind it's of a, burns, got a tiny little bit of spice on the finish. Not a little bit, little bit. Not overly, medium, a medium amount. No, not really complex. A little bit of spice on the finish. It's sweet. It does have. I wish I had more. Uh, more woodiness to it does not have that. It lacks the woodiness actually altogether. It doesn't have the mash bill on there, does it? Mm, no. It's 40% ABV. I wonder what the mash bill is on there. It's like 90% corn. Yeah, because I'm getting I'm getting the corn and I'm getting a little bit of rye. So I almost feel like it's got a higher rye content than, than your typical not American really whiskey. Not getting a lot of rye. Not getting a lot of spice. I mean, I don't mind a nice, I mean, I don't mind a high corn, con- I mean, a high corn content. I mean, it's fairly smooth, though. It is fairly it's smooth. It's super smooth. I mean, this is something you could, but you could, this is a, you know, it is, you uh, could pound it, you could pound it all night. I mean, you could, but you'd have a headache in the morning for sure. Like a really major sugar headache, sugar headache in the morning yeah. after drinking this stuff. Um, but it, it is, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's, it's very drinkable, but you, you better worry about it in the morning. Um, as a little bit of burn. Not much. Um, well, how would you compare it to say a Jack Daniels? Uh, I mean, it's a, actually, I mean, it's similar. I mean, it has a different sort uh, of a uh, uh, different sort of sweetness to it. I'm not sure exactly what the price on it is. It's um, probably about twenty bucks. I'd say between twenty. I'd, I'd say between twenty and thirty, most likely. And if 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 she spent more than that, I'd be like, thank you for spending more money. But it, I would like 
told you what to buy. Well, that's more. a larger box. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. probably in a 25 box. I mean, because uh, George Dickel's like 22, so it's probably like 26. This is better than George Dickel for sure. Yeah, what, how would you rate it? With, you know what? Let, me, let me take a look. Let me take a look. How would here. you rank it against, say, uh, yeah, like a Jack Daniels, like a Jim Beam? I know, uh, I'd say it's like better. Like an Elijah Craig, the cheap Elijah Craig, or the cheap, um, some of the cheaper, like Wood for Reserve, like the cheaper Wood for Reserve. Mm, let me take a look here. Uh, yeah, what was, uh, eh, it's okay, 25.49 um, at Total Wine. And it actually has a four and a half out of five star rating. Um, but it's See not. That, it's Emily, not, he thought it was bad. It's not. No. <laughs> it's not. Give him some shit. <laughs> She doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Give anyways. him some shit. She does not listen to the podcast. Um, but you know, it it is it is uh, put some not, put some bed bugs in his it's in not his overly, scrubs. It's not overly put some bed bugs up in there. It's not overly complex. It's smooth. I think this is a good mixer more than anything. I think this would taste really good with a little bit of Coke uh, or even a little bit of club soda mixed in with it. If you um, ever finish that Taconic, you could probably try it. I eventually, I will. Actually, no, I'm taking this home with me as a gift. Then <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need some some sipping whiskey at my place. Um, we have plenty in there. Take anything. No, I mean, yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have enough. <laughs> but I mean, this is just adds to the little collection that I have uh, already. Just like I took uh, the Aberfeldy 18. Well, that was a gift. Yeah, that was a gift. Just like this is a gift. Um, but. Uh, I just wish it had a little bit more smoky woodiness to it. I think if it was aged a little bit longer in the bottle, I mean, the price might be a little bit higher, but I think a little bit of smokiness would yeah. definitely help. This Change out the barrels, whiskey. maybe use a different, maybe in a, maybe a maybe a charred oak barrel potentially. Mm-hmm. But I like. I mean, personally, I like it. It's it's easy no, it's to drink. Smooth. It's smooth. But my I, only you issue know, is it's really sweet. It is extremely sweet. So I wouldn't be able to drink a ton of it. Uh, at my age, but a twenty-five-year-old could pound a. Oh yeah, this. this is like, like top-shelf stuff for like a college student right here. Yeah, but it's got. I mean, it's got a. I mean, I do like a higher corn. Con- I mean, it's why I like the Balcones. I mean, I like that higher corn content. Mm-hmm. And an American whiskey. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Where's your rating? Uh I'll give it a seven. You know what? I'm about the same. I would give it a seven as well. I was hoping you wouldn't give it a seven, but you did. So you know what? <laughs> Screw you, Ben. Well, I mean, because it's it's not bad. I mean, I it, want, it's, it's I shouldn't ask you first. <laughs> you could exactly you could drink it on its own, you know. But you could mix it. But I mean, it's I mean, if you had it on the table, if you're at a crowded party, solid enough. It's solid enough. You know, if you're at a crowded party, you could do a lot worse. You could do a. I mean, you could have Jack Daniels or Jim Beam. It's better than which that. Which is way better. It is and better than is that. Way better than that. And it's not much more. But it is better. It's smoother. It, uh, it like I mean, it's not complex, but the flavors that are there are nice. I mean, it has that nice sweet corniness to it, a caramel flavor, maybe a little bit of molasses in there. But it is lacking uh, just a little bit of woodiness. I wish it had a little bit of woodiness or just a little bit of smokiness to it. Yeah, and I that agree. that would be like it would be a much better whiskey if just a little bit of smoke. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. So Franny's at a seven. I am at a seven. What's next up on the big board, Friday? Next up, Ben, is our beer of the week. Oh, this is an interesting one. The Om um, Gang. <laughs> it could be the Om Gang. I'm not even sure exactly how you pronounce this brewery. Where we is it? Where's the their... brewery? Uh, let me take a look here. Uh, produced by Brewery Leafman's 
Odenar, Belgium imported okay. and packed. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, the name makes more sense now because I thought it was from the U.S. Um, blended to perfection, Solera sparkles in the glass with a taste that's gently tart, delicately sweet, and completely refreshing. But we'll talk more about that. I'm sure you have some information for us, Ben. But the uh, the brewery Omgang, Omegang, O M M E Gang is the way it's spelled. But I'm gonna go ahead and pour this into a glass for us, Ben. We'll give it a shot, and I'm actually excited to taste this. I me mean, too. Me too. A tart golden ale. I don't know if we've had a tart golden ale on the show. I don't think so yet. And I can't wait. We'll be right back with our beer of the week. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week from what I thought was probably from San Diego. It was actually from Belgium, Ben. <laughs> the Ohm Gang Solera. I'm sure you have some information for I us. I do. This is the Ohm Gang Brewery from beautiful, well, it says Cooperstown, New York here. Oh, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> it says Cooperstown, New York. It says, I mean, maybe it says produced by Brewery Leafman's, Udenbard, Belgium, imported and packaged Oh, okay. It's, a, it's imported and packaged by the brewery Omgang in uh, Utica, New York. Utica, Utica. Oh, motherfucker! Really? That's what it says right there. Yeah, that's where my grandmother. Uh, look at this: six sixty six fifty six County Highway thirty three, Cooperstown, New York. I know exactly where that is. So where the fuck is this thing made from? It, it, I think or where's it from? Where does it hail from, Ben? I think it hails from Cooperstown, New York, the but home it, of the Baseball says, Hall of Fame, near Ithaca College, near yeah, Cornell, it, near my stopping it, grounds in Utica, New York, where my grandmother says, lived. It says imported, imported and packaged by them, but it's produced by the brewery Leafmans. So I don't know. All right. I don't know. All right. So it's, it's so it's, it's Belgian. It's a it's a new Belgium. Sorry, Cooperstown. You get no you get no cred. No, they do. You get no credit. But they I mean do. look at but look at this beautiful orange color. Yeah. Well, I mean when you look well, at it like in person. On the website. Yeah, anyway. on the website it looks nice and orange, but like in person it's more of a champagne sort of color. So this is the Solera. Tart Ooh, gold. Smells ale. nice, Ben. It's gently tart, delicately sweet, and completely refreshing. Solera is an incomparable ale crafted by Omgang, by Leafmans, our sister blendery in Belgium. Okay, there you go. A mixed culture fermentation in open. Copper vats is followed by months of aging, similar to the approach in the classic Solera method of blending liquids of various ages. Master blenders regularly mix new batches with older ones to achieve the perfect balance of sweet and of sour. Solera is the new name for pale sour. Same delicious beer. Now an adventure ready. Cans. I mean, look at this website is intense. It took like... You know, we have a pretty good internet connection, and this took like five minutes to load. So, uh, well, maybe your Wi-Fi was down. This is uh, was down this week. Actually, <laughs> we had to have them come out and because somebody clipped our line, oh, trying geez. to fix another line. Uh, uh, the availability is year round. Uh, the fermentables, Pilsner malt, and dextrose. The hops are Hallertool and Magnum. Uh, the yeast is Leafman's mixed culture that make their own yeast. Look at that. Uh, the specs: ABV six point nine. Wow, pretty high. Higher than I expected. Uh, IBU 9.2, no bitterness at all. And the formats, whatever that is, draft. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the ABV is pretty high. It's yeah, 7%. it's actually, I mean, for a light looking beer, I mean, look at that thing. Like, you you would think that that is probably maybe 4.5% alcohol yeah. out there. Yeah. And I'm shocked that, that it's, that, that there's literally no bitterness. Yeah, I know. No, but, but it, smell that thing. Smell, s- smell how smell delicious. Smell that thing. No, sm- <laughs> look how delicious it, like the, 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 the scents that are coming out the bend, the aromas. So, oh, it's got a nice pilsner nose. But it's like soury, 
It got a nice sourness. Got a nice tart. tartness. Mm, smells so good. Almost a little bit of lemon in there. I got the yeah. Yeah. I mean, it smells really nice. You're supposed to eat it or drink it in a Tiku glass. T-E-K-U, whatever that is. And, of course, they sell it. Mm. See, that's something we don't do in the U.S. And in Europe, they give you the right glass for the right beer. That smells really nice, sour, tarty, fresh. It smells super fresh. I'm super fresh. It smells crispy, Ben. It smells crispy. It smells. Crispy. Are you are you saying you're wondering if you're going to get any Christmas out of this? I am. Sa- I'm always worried about that, Ben. <laughs> I, I'm always in search of the Christmas of the Christmas. I would want a little bit more Christmas. Yep. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I would want Cheers a little bit more. Cheers to you, Ben. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I think that's that's enough. I think that's enough. That is definitely (laughs) enough of that, Ben. There's never enough of that. All right. So let's see if there's enough Christmas. But, man, it smells really nice. Oop, pow. It's nice. It's nice. It's got a little dankness to it at the end. I like. Actually, it's a little bit more dryness than I thought there would it's be. A little dry and dank sort of sort of finish. But it's almost like a nice. citrus lemonade, almost finished with a nice bit of carbonation, a nice little bit of tartness to it. I mean, it's nice and tart and fresh. Uh, but at the end, it, it tells you, "I'm a beer. I'm still a beer." Hear me roar! At the end, on the finish, it's got that nice, nice sort of pilsner, a little bit of dank finish. Very, very, very slight. I mean, not like a not, not like a, not, not like, like a Heineken any. or something, but a, just a little bit of dankness, a little bit of dryness on the finish. Yeah, but it's actually, I mean, it's 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 different, you know, because oh, it's, it's there's different. a lot of different flavors coming through that you wouldn't expect. I mean, on the nose, you would expect it to just be sour and tart, but then when you drink it, like you said, it still has that beeriness to it. Yeah, very. And then nice. the 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 finish is refreshing as it's lacking a little bit of carbonation to it. But it has a little bit of, uh, <laughs> like, the citrusy notes that come through. So you would like a little bit more the Christmas. Ci- not, it has enough Christmas to it, but as like, the citrusy notes are more lo- uh, lemon in flavor, not so much orange in flavor. It's it's just more lemon. Oh, it's definitely a tart lemon. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually very interesting and not what I almost expected. Almost like a loquat flavor, almost. Yeah. A what? A loquat? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> a loquat. It's like a little fruit. It's got uh, t- almost pear-shaped, but about that big. They grow on trees in Los Angeles, in the valley. Really? Yeah. They have these really, they have these uh, like three seed, two or three seeds in the middle, really hard sort of brown seeds in the middle. Mm. It's a low, loquats are good. They're almost like a, it's almost like an apricot cross like that had sex with like a, like an orange, the flavor. Mm-hmm. There's actually one right down the street here. A loquat tree. Yeah. <laughs> Are you making this stuff up? No, I'm not. <laughs> I've never. I don't know if I've ever had a loquat. Uh, probably not. If Maybe you, not. Yeah, yeah. They're probably yellow, looks funny. They're yellow. So they're yellowish anything. orange when they're. I'm right. a little picky when it comes to food. Yes. You, you, no, you're not picky when it comes to food. You have a very defined. You're like a toddler. You're like I only like hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> Actually, I'm not a big fan of hot dogs. Actually. You're like a toddler with like the ten things that they eat, and you try to like you, you put something strange on a plate. They're like no. 
I, no, I don't want, if it looks weird, if it has a weird mouthfeel, I'm not touching that thing. I don't give a shit. A weird mouthfeel. So yeah, you don't I like know. passion fruit? Nice slimy ass passion nope. fruit? Nope. Oh, Nothing. Man, it's good. No, I don't like slimy stuff. Oh, passion fruit's good. No, 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 it's that slimy stuff like you, Ben. Search for mostly in Belgium. Maybe. Well, the Belgians get their kink on. I mean, they're way up there in Northern Europe. I mean, they got to have something. They, they yeah, 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 keep warm in the, in the they winter. They need something to do up there. Yeah. But that is an interesting beer. I mean, I don't know if I've had it. We, we haven't had a beer like this on the podcast no. yet. I mean, uh, I would drink. I would drink this. No, I mean, it's, it's it's easy to drink. It does not taste like it's 6.9% ABV. Not even close. More like a four, four and a half. You can throw down a bunch of these cans and right. not even realize it. Yeah, this is like a Gronkowski beer. Mm-hmm. No, I'd, I'd say he's more of an IPA guy. That's probably true. This is yeah. definitely an Aaron Rodgers beer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He'll pretend to like it and understand it. <laughs> he'll he'll pretend that he knows all the tasting notes and. But there's also a little bit of champagneiness to it too, right? I mean, like, like that champagne sort of flavor. Yeah, a little bit of the tight bit. grape flavor. Yeah, yeah. Like the little tiny grapes, the mm-hmm. little tiny little white grapes. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I like this is too. a beer I mean, that I, I, I would I would definitely recommend it to people if they mm-hmm. if they sent me a picture from the store and they were like, what am I, you know, what should I get to have a yeah, this stuff. I mean, it would go. I mean, this would go great with a meal. This would go great with with a hamburger. This would go great with you know fish. This would go great with just about anything. No, because I mean, it, it says you know it, that it's a, a a tart golden ale, but it's not overly tarty. It has enough tartness no. to it where it's enjoyable, but it doesn't distract from the other flavors coming through. That's really nice. I it's a high like quality. Where'd you get it? Where'd I get it? Total wine. <laughs> Total wine, man. <laughs> I got it on the black market. There was a guy uh, behind the Ralphs, and he's like, "Hey, bro." <laughs> he's from New York for some reason. I got some omgang. He's like, "Hey, bro, uh, you want to try a new beer?" <laughs> like, all right. I mean, I have a podcast tonight. Um, this is pretty interesting that you're approaching me. <laughs> but you know what? Sure. What do you have to offer, bro? And he's like. I got some bump gang. Like, <laughs> all right. I'm like, how much? And he's like, you know what? For you? <laughs> 15 bucks. First one's free. First taste is free. First taste is free. <laughs> so he pulled out a syringe <laughs> for some reason, but he didn't have any glasses. So I just drank it through the syringe, Ben. I just put it in my mouth. I'm like, all right, this tastes pretty good. I'll bring on the podcast. So it was like a turkey baster? He just like... Yeah, yeah kind of like that. It was... <laughs> It was a weird transaction. Probably one of the weirdest things that happened to me today. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I find it weird that you drank out of the syringe. He said it was clean. Actually, he pulled it out of packaging. So it was, sanit- oh, it was okay. sanitized. It was a sanitized syringe. I could tell it was medical quality. <laughs> like this stuff. <laughs> medical grade. Medical grade. <laughs> medical quality, medical grade. Ben, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, I could tell there was no bacteria on there. So you're going to go back to the same guy next time? Of course. I wonder what he has. I wonder what he'll have next week. We'll see. You might have a Don Gang. D O N N E. Double Gang. Double, double. It's universal for double. Yeah, it works no, everywhere. Everywhere except anywhere. <laughs> it works anywhere. They will make fun of you, but they understand you. <laughs> that kid did not understand the fucking word that came out of her mouth. But uh, where would you rate this, though, Ben? Where would you rate this Ohm Gang? Uh, if that is what you call it, brewery, Solera. I'm going to give it a nine. 
You know what? I would give this. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> You're, You're to, asking me. I could. I was going to ask you. Okay, because uh, I'm about to give it a nine as well. Like it's not ten quality, but it's not too far off. This is a very interesting beer that I would enjoy, and that I would buy again. Like when whenever I rate a beer, I'm like, would I buy this thing again? And I would. I mean, this is a very refreshing beer. I mean, maybe not in like whatever forty degree weather, but. In warmer weather, if you just want something refreshing, something that's crisp, something that's easy to drink, something that goes down easily, and if you want to get buzzed because 6.9% alcohol and you wouldn't realize it even for a second, this stuff is very good. I agree. But still not quite a 10 because we've had a couple of sours on the show that were tart and, and very good that were closer to a 10 than this, but this is definitely better than I expected. I would say it's... Fantastic! It's uh, a good beer. Uh huh. Yeah, and from uh, your neck of the woods. Yeah, Cooperstown, New York, baby, home of the Baseball Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's the claim to fame for Cooperstown. Huh? Well, it is. I mean, yeah. it is. It yeah. is. It is. I mean, everybody, you know, baseball. Yeah. It's, so, it's America's less, it's America's pastime. Yeah, that's it's really past because less and <laughs> it's less in the past. Are, less and less people are watching it. It's not even on TV now. It's well, it'll be on TV soon. It'll be on TV soon. You just gotta have faith. You gotta have faith that the small market owners won't continue to strangle the rest of the league in an effort to extract some money from the teams that people actually watch. True that. Yeah. Sorry, you know, Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know that which owners are trying to hold this up. But either way, when we see you next week, the Lakers will still be out of the playoffs and baseball still won't be on television. You think so? Probably. Yeah. Unfortunately. No. But the Yankees, they got some good draft picks. They they got some international signings. Fortunately. Yankees are going to have a good year this year. From where? Where did they draft from? I can't even remember where he's from. Dominican Republic? Might have been. But yeah, I mean, he looks good. I can't remember his name either. Uh, but I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for baseball. Getting ready to watch a little Premier League. Getting ready to watch a little World Cup in November. That's a little far out there. Yeah, but it's not much. I mean, in hockey pass. Uh, so there isn't. But I, I, I do got to figure out a way to get my t- my eyes on the TV for these Premier League matches on on the weekends, uh, and try to get you know a little bit more of a, 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 a my you footing. Should, you should you should find a, a team to root for though. Liverpool. Okay. Why? Because I mentioned them earlier, and that's the only team that's like popping. Uh, no, because I know that they had a long history of not winning, and then they finally won. I think it's the opposite. They, well, they... winning the actual championship. Which championship? The Premier League <laughs> championship. The Major League. The MLS of, of England. <laughs> of the UK. Yeah, you should probably watch more <laughs> soccer. Yes, Ben. I'm not going to watch Chelsea. I'm not going to watch... Manchester United, any of the team names that I know that are that I know, if I know them, I'm not going to watch them because the only reason I know them is because other people are talking about them. Uh, so I'm not going to watch Chelsea. I'm not going to watch Man U. Well, I think the reason to talk about Chelsea more is because of uh, you know Christian uh, Pulisic playing for Chelsea, and so I think that's probably why it's brought up more in the U.S. to sort of bring more viewers in to watch. But I, Liverpool, you know, come on, yeah. you know, Beatles, yeah, soccer, course, yeah. Yeah, it's like the Ted Lasso team, <laughs> Liverpool. I'm sure there's a team that's never. I'm sure there's a Clippers over there. I don't want the Clippers. Uh-huh. I don't want to be. I don't want to lose every year. I don't mm-hmm. want to have no chance. Uh, but I feel like Liverpool is a team that I can get behind. All right, I have to get you a Liverpool jersey, Ben. Uh, yeah, with the name of somebody I don't know. Exactly. 
O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> there probably aren't a lot of O'Shaughnessy's <laughs> in the Premier League, right? I, I probably maybe one. O'Neill's, O'Reilly's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. a lot of them. Maybe a Milner. A Milner. <laughs> a Dickel. George. <laughs> George Dickel. George Dickel plays for Liverpool, Ben. Yeah. Uh, Bushmills. No, Jameson. No, maybe it's Jameson. There might be a Jameson on there. All right, I'm off the yeah. rails. Yeah, I'm off the rails. A little bit. Completely off the rails. But I am going to. But I am going to watch uh, these Premier League matches. Mm-hmm. I got to get into it because yeah. it, it's fun to watch big time soccer. It is. It's it's <clears throat> literally torture to watch small league soccer. Uh, like the MLS, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's like watching an MLS, like watching a Galaxy game. I'm like, how much are they paying you to be excited about this? Like, they, I know it's not much, so God love you that you're this excited about this. Yeah, this LA Galaxy match, LAFC, or you know, whatever Orlando team that they have. Yeah, or, but the announcers are so into it. New I'm York like, City wow. FC, or it's like, yeah, it, I mean, it's not. It's not good quality soccer. I want to watch some good quality soccer. I mean, there's no other sports right now that you can watch. I mean, there's no more football. I mean, USFL is going to be coming up in April, but I'm not too excited about that. And let's be a long, a long. Uh, Maybe Aaron Rodgers will play in the USFL year before we get back to football, Ben. Maybe it'll be Aaron Rodgers for the New Jersey Generals. Maybe. I don't. I don't. I don't know. If they, they probably have a salary cap, and it's probably more than he makes. Yeah. Or less than yeah. he makes. Yeah, I don't. Think the entire cast—that's not gonna happen for the team—is probably like ten million dollars mm. for the entirety of the of the roster, and he wants to make more of that more than that, like in week three. Huh. He wants fifty million dollars. Yeah, so he can flame out in the playoffs in ex- in extraordinary, embarrassing fashion in a playoffs every year mm-hmm. on top of his MVP. Mm-hmm. He's literally like the anti Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. who chokes in a playoffs every yep. year. Yep, thanks, Ben. He just yeah. chokes and chokes. Uh-huh. Until he starts, uh, until he's the starter week one for the Steelers. Well, the Steelers won't let him, him choke. He can't choke because he'll never have as much power as he has in Green Bay. Anyways. All right. <laughs> uh, for any, any, Anywho. Anything else to add? About the beer? It was good. That was a very good beer. Yeah. I, Solid. I, I appreciate you Solid. finding it. I appreciate you bringing it. I appreciate you allowing me to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> That was, it's it's good. That was, that was just a weird exchange. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but it's good. It's a good beer. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you too, Ben. <laughs> well, you know, you don't know. You know, sometimes you bring. People can see me rolling my eyes. Sometimes you, can, if, you bring a. Minced, if you can hear me rolling my eyes, sometimes you bring a minced out, and I'm like, okay, let's, yeah, okay, once, let's, okay. let's try it. I can still taste it. It's, it was so bad, I can still fucking taste it. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that one. That wasn't a good choice. It looked good. The 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 label looked delicious. <laughs> it's one. It's one <laughs> of those. If only beers. I could bite into the bottle on that one. <laughs> that was like, whoo, Guinness! You definitely dropped the yeah, ball on that one. Definitely, yeah. But they make enough money, so it gives a fuck. They're like, you know what? We'll try whatever. <laughs> They'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Murphy's didn't make it. So, Guinness, you're still the top dog in that market. <laughs> all right, Ben. So, we have housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, Sticky Fingers. Everybody out there, we truly appreciate you sticking with us for another episode. Love each and every one of you. Thank you so much. We are a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstygold.buzzbrad.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes. You get links to other show notes and all the stories that we cover. And, and the, the show notes. <laughs> the show notes. I've become British all of a sudden. <laughs> I got a little bit of the show notes for you. <laughs> You're getting worse now. The yeah. show notes from Lancashire. <laughs> uh, you can get all links to all of the stories that we cover. The bourbons, the scotches, the ryes, the cognacs that we review. 
It links to all the beers that we review as well. Get links to all the podcatchers in the universe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox. CastBox. Apple Podcasts. I already said that. Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, and the rest. Uh, you can leave us a review. How many stars, Ronnie? Five stars, Ben. Leave us a star review. Five stars. Five stars. Five star review. <laughs> you can eat. Not one star, Ben. God. <laughs> You're trying to mess up our review now? <laughs> leave, leave us that one I'm still star. pissed off about that dude that gave us a three-star. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So give us a five-star review. dick. But more importantly, tell a friend, you know, a family member, a colleague. You put a podcast together. Yeah, you do you it. You three-star dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's sitting in his basement playing Call of Duty. Yeah. You can email ma. us. <laughs> hey, ma. I want a grilled cheese. Let me get some taquitos. <laughs> put some taquitos in the microwave. <laughs> I'm about to give these two douchebags a three-star review. <laughs> dick. Get some pizza pockets. <laughs> Or what do you call pizza, those things? Those Tostitos, what are they called? Are they pizza pockets? The pizza pockets are pretty good, actually. Yeah, they yeah, are yeah, pretty whatever good. They're, yeah. uh, not Tostito, as good, uh, not as, good as from Jersey. Totino's. Totino's pizza pockets, Totinos? not from Jersey. <laughs> they're not. No, no. They're from freaking Commerce, New York, or Commerce, California. Probably from freaking Vernon. <laughs> uh, you can email us at podcastthirstygoal at gmail.com. You can call us at the number and the show notes. You can follow us on my adequate Twitter account at Goal Thirst and on Friday's amazing Instagram account who never posts beers Thirst Dance, who doesn't post beers I will start though I will too, start though yeah just like I will start actually my, my just coworker, like you're gonna get a hot take just like you're gonna get a hot take my coworker who, I actually talked to my coworkers about this podcast Ben like you uh, so I get more listens because I actually talk to my coworkers about what we do on the weekend. That is true. Uh, yeah, you, you. I talk to some of them. Yeah, you don't tell anybody about your podcast, uh, but I do, Ben. And uh, I've told all my family about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe your brother. No, I said it out. I said it out this past weekend. Uh, you, this pa- after 161 <laughs> episodes. Well, thank again, you. again. Thanks for that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, An email. <laughs> no, do you email your family. <laughs> no, via text. Is it a fax? It was a group text. There a were, fax. There were, there were 15 people on it. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of people. That's listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. But uh, yeah, no, I, I get I get some grief from you from coworkers. Why I do not post beers, and I will and rightfully so. Maybe start maybe maybe you'll listen to your coworkers instead of beers your- on. Instagram soon. Yes, that is a giant fuck you to bed. I will listen to my coworkers, to, but not to my co-host, who actually helps put together the show. But sure, that coworker. Yeah, but they, we. I mean, but sure, you're not listening. You're you, not, you, you, actually, you do listen to your coworkers it. and all the hard work they put into the show. I mean, you should listen to them for sure. Not for not to me. Definitely not. Definitely no, not. not you, Ben. <laughs> Drink your beer right there that I'm not going to post. You guy, <laughs> while behind, you're giggling, you guy behind the rails. Do you think I should post the beer? Because I don't really want to listen to to Ben about this. <laughs> but you, guy with the syringe, if you think so, then maybe I will. Then yes, thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into your 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 place of work and just <laughs> hold up my hold up a giant like flat screen. <laughs> with different with all the Instagram accounts that don't that would at Thursday this motherfucker didn't post, post anything <laughs> dick he's like here's the whiskey do we taste the beer this week you'll never know yeah. <laughs> listen to the podcast <laughs> you'll find out maybe it's a stout maybe it's a pilsner you don't know it's a mystery see that's exactly why I don't post it you that's have to listen true. to the show he's he's like the Joe Rogan of beers he's like I ain't gonna advertise this shit <laughs> and before you know it I got 10 million listens a month I'll have beer week Beer week. Yeah, Shark Week Beer Week. <laughs> it's, it's Oktoberfest on Thursday Gold. Exactly. <laughs> when Liverpool wins the championship April, of the Premier League. <laughs> April Fest, Ben. <laughs> April Fest. Yeah. 
Uh, April Fest, yeah. That's when the flowers come out. Yeah, beers come out. Beers come out, flowers come out. Petunias. Yeah, springtime. Uh, ranunculus. <laughs> what? <laughs> ranunculus. Okay. Mums. Are you speaking? Daisies. Is that British again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that what you call your mom? It's a word. Hey, mom. It's a word. It's a it's a flower. Okay. All right, Friday. Anything else to add before we <sighs> finish up the show? Are you sure you want to finish so early, Ben? I mean, it's only two hours and seventeen <laughs> minutes do. in. Our fans, our listeners. Yeah, I know. Like, Thank you so much, everybody out there, for listening to our gibberish at the end of this podcast. But uh, I'm sure you enjoyed it. Yes, we'll see you <laughs> next week, Derek Hart, Indianapolis. See you next week. No. Nope.